Wake, 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 wake up. up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? What a wonderful day. What a glorious day. Oh, good Lord. This Such week f- is going to be awful. Yeah, you're, you're going to, you're going to, are you doing this now with the weather? You were telling me about this before uh, the show and you're making me very upset. Very I upset. I mean, the week's going to be great. The weather okay. is going to be, I mean, if you like 90 something and hot, then you got your week. Yeah. yeah Literally every this. day. Like, <laughs> 90, 91, 93, 92, 93, 94. Oh, my gosh. We're almost, Connie, to 95.7. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Johnny and Fish, oh. 95.7. Wait, 30 yeah. days has September, April, June, and November. Okay, so July 1st is Wednesday. We're not even in July yet, and we're, like, stacked with 90s. We oh, got a lot of up. 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. Not cool, man. Not cool. Not cool. Mm-mm-mm. So welcome back to work Monday. Yeah, okay. I, I Here's the thing. Uh, I, the, the big one out of the three of us, I don't even know what uh, uh, Schmo Stick did over the weekend yet. Because uh, he's been busy today. Yeah, I, I, the big one <laughs> over the weekend all. is going it to be nothing. Connie. The many adventures of Connie Kelly this weekend. It was a massive weekend. <sighs> Uh, yeah. It was probably the best weekend of weekends. If there was a weekend schedule, it would be the best. That ties into part of one of her stories. But uh, uh, it was the best. It was not the best weekend. I know, but I was trying to like if there was, you know, but, you know, if it was an emotional weekend, it would be the most oh. emotional weekend of all weekends. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. It ties in with a brother. But, I already filled fish in a little bit, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Steve, once in a while <laughs> uh-huh. before the show. Uh, no. Or Connie and I, or when we're off the air, Connie and I will chat on the phone. No. I don't know if you knew this or not. I know yeah. it's weird, no. right? It's all so new to you guys. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, before had, we get in. We'll get into that in just later on in a, in a little bit. But I'll just say this. I had the saddest weekend and the funnest weekend all at the same time. Yeah. There you go. That's kind of how it went. All started yeah. with me. All started with your boy. It fish. all it did all That's start right. with fish. It's all about and that me. see that was Thursday, and that seems like a hundred years ago. It Thursday really does. seems like a hundred years ago to me right now. Yeah. So, Steve, have you ever hung out with somebody and it's and it's a friend? You're hanging out with a friend uh-huh. and you're getting some solid 
rare just the two of you time because you know Brittany's not around and Charlotte's not around and there, there's no other obstacles, right? Yeah. This was Connie and Fish on Thursday in Connie's pool, <laughs> and then you're like, man, she's got a big weekend ahead of her because, you know, without burying the lead, uh, you know, Connie's going to be moving, you know, wrapping up her childhood home, the home her parents owned for sixty years. Like, I, I better let her go so she can get some sleep. So you look at her at about. You know, two hours in, you look at her and you say, I better get going so you can rest up. I know you got a big weekend. And she says, or do you have to go? <laughs> and I don't think I, I'm not sure that I sounded like that. It was I don't even know cute. that I could get my voice that high. <laughs> or do you have to go? There you That's go. Like it. Yeah. It was so cute. I can still <laughs> see her in the pool, her face <laughs> saying it to me right now. And you go, uh, well, no, I don't. And it, and it could be literally be like, well, I don't know. I'm going to lose my house if I don't get to the bank in 40 minutes. But do you really mean to? Okay. I but you know when you house. have something that you you have to do and you're dreading doing it. Yeah. But you know you have to do it. But if you can make the moment of fun just last a little longer, then you don't have to do it right then. You know what right. I mean? Right. It's so fun, too. It that's that's fun. what that that's what that request was for, Steve. Mm-hmm. I see. Just stay, that makes sense. Yeah. And it was super, we were having super fun. Like, it was really one of those ones when you wake up the next day and you're like, God, that was a good day. You know? Yeah. It, it, it was. It was. Even after the show and the full day of work and whatever, it was just like, man, uh, I wish we could recreate that once a week. You so know? I was just, out of town for the weekend after that. And then what did you guys do this weekend? So, Steve, you literally did nothing. You I did home? a bunch. I walked a, wa- a bunch. And yeah, man, that's your shopping. thing right that now. Was the it's extent weird. of my life. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? You walked and you did what with Charlotte? And I and uh, nothing with Charlotte other than walking. But uh, oh, okay. and I went grocery shopping. So that was that was the the highlight. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag mm-hmm. blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. And uh, fish. I actually, my neighbors have found a uh, a beach that is a uh, like uh, I like to call it the secret beach. It's not a toy. Other people are on the beach, but it's not a massively busy beach where you can go to the degree where I'm not going to say where it is. It's kind of like uh, if Connie found a, like this, I don't know, this type of deodorant that she really liked. Be like, don't say the type of deodorant because they're going to sell out of it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't <laughs> yeah. want to ruin the beach. Like the one you know? time in my life I mentioned uh, marshmallow fluff on the radio. Yeah. And the next time I went to the store, it was gone. Yeah. And it, it yes. wasn't our fault. I don't know. I mean, we only have six <laughs> listeners. We call you the click of six, right? And maybe we but, should all shop at the same store. Who knows? Hamburger. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So no. that's so we went to this amazing beach yesterday. Uh, had a, an incredible time. It was a really fun, fun day. Uh, you yeah. got to walk a little bit to get to it. Uh, or I might tell Steve. Yeah, that's why you don't have to worry about people going there because you have to walk a half a mile to get to the beach. Uh, yeah, up so, at least 100 steps. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so a lot of people aren't even going to be willing to do that. But man, is it worth it. Yeah, like I, yeah. I actually did think when I was there, well, my, my initial response, my initial thought was, man, if Connie's in the mood for a beach, this is perfect. And then I imagined her, Steve, you know those giant flip-flops that she has that yes. lift her about six feet off the ground? I'm like, oh, <laughs> she can't wear those. Mama can't wear those. Uh, yeah. That ain't going to happen, dog. You forget how beautiful the beaches are because uh, the sand yeah. dunes. I just remember running up and down the sand dunes as a kid. I always found money. Oh, always. Money. Every time I was at the sand dunes, like, and you know when you're a kid, you find a dime, and you're like, I found a dime. 
Yes, this is the best day ever. You know? And I remember um, I found a dollar bill a couple times, but usually it would be change. Because, you know, people on the dunes, hello, they're not easy to walk up and down. (laughs) Well, and plus yesterday we're hanging out with a 12-year-old. Obviously, that's our neighbor's daughter, not, you know, just me at the beach. Uh, And I'm I'm hanging out with our uh, 12-year-old Lauren, and we're all playing around in the water. And a dragonfly lands right in front of her in the water, thus getting Uh stuck in the water right uh-huh. and she's like oh my god it's gonna die it's gonna die this little girl had a little boogie board with her puts the dragonfly on the boogie board gets it up to the land dries Aww. off its wing puts it on a <laughs> stick and then it's puts so it cute. near the sand and it flies away while that's happening a dead fish rolls up onto the tide Ew. she a small one like as big as like uh two fingers right okay and uh rolls up on the tide she's like oh my god get it back in the water and they're like lauren it's dead she's like oh, okay and then she picks up, uses the same sticks, picks up the fish, buries it, and has a funeral. It was hysterical <laughs> because she started singing. And then she knew she was being funny. She was like, and we love you, dead fish. It was just really the brain of a 12-year-old. It was awesome. It the was brain awesome. of you. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Huh? What are you talking I'm complex and Off air, Steve, when he was telling me this story about um, his beach trip yesterday. Uh-huh. He was saying oh, how whatever, Connie, he loves going and blah, blah. And they were with their neighbors, Norman, Renee. And plus, and then he gets through the whole story. He goes, and plus, Renee always has the best snacks. It's true. <laughs> I'm like, you are it's such true. a 10-year-old. Yeah. He is such a 10-year-old boy. Beef stick, she you need the one? the best snacks. Boom. You need cheese and crackers? Boom. Oh, mint Milanos that are frozen in the cooler? Sure. Yeah, those are so good. What do you need? Oh, yeah, this is amazing. Tiny, (laughs) tiny little, uh, what are those cookies, the Keebler Elf ones with the fudge, you know, in the brown? Little tiny ones that make, Uh, is is it EO fudge? I think you're right. I think Uh, that's right. Whatever they are, those cookies, then they're really tiny and they make you feel like you're a giant eating them. She's got them. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> They're awesome. So did you go for the ambiance of the in the beauty of the beach or for the snacks? Uh I think then the during the walk I would I realized that she would probably have good snacks, but it was really just to have a relaxing day on the beach. During the walk, you realized she was gonna have good snacks. Well, yeah, you gotta think of something to get you through that walk. I mean, good lord. <laughs> what are you what are you thinking, people? Just think of those you're building up your calf muscles. Yeah, well, oh my. That's probably why I have such giant calves. Is running the dunes my whole childhood? Probably. Mm -hmm. You know, Connie's calves are like bigger than baby heads. They're amazing. It's not easy. Holy cow. Okay, (laughs) so weekend. There you go. Right. Uh, The most important that we have to talk about here in just a second is imagine, if you will, again, wrapping up your home. And I'm dying to hear about this. uh, The the whole breakdown of your weekend. Well, I mean, I've heard some of it, obviously, but no. We've got, we've definitely got to talk about it. And I promise Steve, if she starts to get a little bit emotional talking about tearing apart her childhood home, she has given me enough material where I can make her laugh along the way. I promise. (laughs) I promise. And it's the best material you've ever heard. It will be the best of the best material. If you've ever heard material, it will be best. My brother, my brother. Big brother jokes, man. Big brother jokes. I love them. All right. I'll fill you guys in next. This weekend, uh, went over to uh, the other side of the state, to Waterford, to close up the family home because it's sold. It's going to close, I think, in two weeks or so. Um, But we had to empty everything out, so my siblings and I met there. And 
I had the air conditioner cranked so high or low, I guess. I was, it was like walking outside. It was a sauna. I literally would get to my parents' house and immediately start, like the first, I would start sweating within five minutes and sweat for the, in the next eight hours. It was so disgusting. Okay. Uh, So let's talk about, here's the here's the deal uh like essentially like connie's uh, connie's mother uh no longer l- l- can live in her childhood home that they she owned for 60 years has owned for right. 60 years with your father right mm-hmm. yeah. and you're gonna go there this weekend try to make it a little easier on you and set it up you're Thank gonna go you. there this weekend and you're going to empty it out so it looks good for these people that have bought this home that means so much to your family you're mm-hmm. meeting you have two brothers and a sister. You're going to meet one brother and a sister because the other one's a doctor and couldn't make it, right? Mm-hmm. And sent a beautiful text when you and I were hanging out on Thursday. I would yeah. like to point out when he texted you the beautiful text. He never said hi to me, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, no, anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, in all seriousness, though, so you're going to meet up with them. And so it's going to be your brother, Mark, your sister, Teresa, your mm-hmm. husband, Dan, and you yeah. guys have all gotten your own hotel rooms. So obviously you can go, you're not sleeping on the floor. Like you, at one point we're going to, if you may be 20, be cool, sleep right. on the floor and whatever, right. but you're going to go back to your hotel room, crank up the air and sleep. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. And so all of our there. rooms, all of our rooms were in a row, you know, and my sister booked them. She's got a military discount. So hello. Nice. So she booked the rooms and they were all three rooms in a row. So it was kind of fun. It was kind of like being a, <laughs> like growing up with, you know, your siblings, we were in the, Dan and I were in the middle. So. I think that's awesome. <laughs> um, so okay, so, so yeah. you met up on Friday. We took the, the we we didn't no. do the show Friday, so you could meet up with them Friday, and you'd be rested and ready to ready to go. No. Uh, what was it like walking in there, that house, not the hotel? Um, I think. Well, it's sad for me. You know, it's funny because my brother's like, Connie, it's just a house. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, that's thing. me. It's not, you know, as I'm getting emotional, I'm like, it's it's not just a house. Yeah, you know, our whole lives have been in this house. This is where you always called home, where you would come back to, and you know, whatever. Ugh. You you could say you're clocked to it. You would count on it. This is your house. You know, you you know. Yeah. This you know, is your home. and like my dad yeah. designed that house. He designed it, and he, um. You know, he hired the bill. Like, that's the house where he wanted his family to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. back then, like, my parents, my mother, my dad has said that, like, my mom would always get antsy about every three or four years, which is, like, I I get it from her. I'm yeah. the same way. Yeah. And my, my parents never really gave us that feeling. You know, I'm not, no offense, I'm not slamming them. But your dad, back in the day, he's like, I will work. I'm going to work for GM. I am an engineer. This is my wife. I'm going to have a family. This is my home. Here we I mean, go. You're not yeah. wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. He was very linear because that's how yeah. engineers are. That's what I love about engineers. I got to kick out. Of well, that was the time you didn't move really. You didn't really move around a lot back then. Right. Right. So right. if you could keep the gig, you know. <sighs> so, so we got everything out of it. There wasn't a whole lot left. My mom had given away most. But when I say there wasn't a whole lot left. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of big furniture and stuff like that left. Yeah. Uh, we did have, I mean, we had a garage and and uh, uh, half a driveway filled with, on the first day, filled with big furniture. Um, and we sold most of it. 
donated everything else, threw away some stuff that wasn't, you know, just, just wasn't viable. You know what I mean? Like my mom's arts yeah. and crafts things or whatever. We set out and tried to give them away and uh, something, whatever. So we threw away some junk, a lot of junk. We had a dumpster. My brother was like, I didn't think we would even need a dumpster. I'm like, what did you think we were going to do with everything? Yeah, throw it because in the back of really, Dan's truck I think or when you, like, I, I think when you are so used to seeing a house um, one way for your whole entire life, it's hard for you to see it empty. So even yeah. when you go inside, you're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's as much in there as there really is because you've always seen my dad's tools on his, you know, on his on his workshelf or whatever and all his inventions because, of course, he needed a weird hanging thing with a little teeny mirror on it uh, because yeah. he was doing something in a tight corner and wanted to be able to see a certain direction. So he invented all these tools. Well, yeah. and then that's the kind of stuff that's hard to throw away. You know what I mean? And nobody yeah. wants it. It was a specific tool that he made for something project that he was working on around the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. And so and you so kind of look through everything and you're like, oh, man. And then um, just so many pictures. And oh, there's so there, there was so much. But the house is done. It is emptied out now. And for me, you know, everybody in my family is very linear. They're all very logical and do 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 well I'm this goes sad, in compartment you know, this, a and this goes yeah. in compartment b and you know what i mean um i'm not i'm different no you're you're um, more of a emotional is i'm that emotional a good no. yeah. yeah absolutely and and you know i i always say because i'm adopted which by the way no joke i, I didn't even tell fish this this morning i hadn't thought about it until just oh, now oh i can't wait okay um we had my mom in the car we were taking her Oh, one of the neighbors came over. This was a weird thing, I thought. One okay. of the neighbors came over, and I don't know him. Um, he's a newer friend of the family since we've all been pretty much gone. And he came over, and he was, you know, when people ask kind of like stupid questions, and you look at them like, really? Did yeah. just come out of your mouth? I know who this guy is. His wife and my mom walked a lot together. And he came over, and he was talking to my brother Mark, and I came walking outside. And Mark goes, oh, yeah, that's that's my uh, baby sister, Connie. And the guy goes, oh, where's your adopted sister? Oh, my God. <laughs> and and I look Are at him and I go, I am. And, and my best friend, Kathy, was there. And she, of course, gets very, uh, you know, like protective. protective. And yep. she's mm -hmm. like, where's their adopted sister? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy is a badass. Like, Kathy, Kathy is a state cop. I, I had to, yeah. like, look at her and, like, wink and be like, who cares? You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, But he goes, and, and he wouldn't, like, let it die. I go, that's that's me. No, no, the, your adopted sister who's on the radio. I go, that's me. Like, and I'm starting to get annoyed. Like, And, and what's right? funny, too, is your voice. What that's wrong me. With you? Do you not yeah. hear my voice? Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, what is wrong on, with you? So, again, I don't know these people. My mom knows them very well. So then um, later in the afternoon on Saturday, my mom is in a retirement home now, and and she has no memory and, and dementia, whatever. So I go to pick her up, and I'm bringing her back, and I'm telling her this story. And she's looking at me like she's in the back seat. She's looking at me like confused. Oh, no. And then... She stops and she pauses and she goes, you're not adopted, are you? 
Oh my God, I was afraid you were going to say that. That's because she loves you so much. Crazy. I know. Isn't it nuts? She loves you so much that, yeah, Yeah, that's weird. That would, I I was like, that would set me off. Yes, I oh. am, Mom. No, it didn't set me off. I was just like, okay, yes, good, because that would throw me a little bit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm that's getting kind of used to it. You talk and to your you're mom right. Every day. It, yeah. it, you're right. I mean, it is flattering because she's like, "You're not adopted, are you?" Like, it was hard for her to believe. Uh huh. And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I am." And she's like, "Well, it doesn't matter anyway because I love you. I couldn't love you anymore, Connie. Blah blah blah. You know, like." It's just Look, kind of interesting. Connie, we got a bunch like, of texts from people already since we started talking about this and message, uh, messages via the app. The app, by the way, a free download. It's Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. Uh, yeah. So anyway, tons of messages on this already. People saying they were thinking about you this weekend and wondering how it went. And they're glad nice, that it went you. well. Yeah. That all being said, before and, and Connie's weekend has to do with the text question of the day, which we'll get to in a sec. Before we get to any of that, you gotta give me the uh, give me the quick version about your brother Mark. So Connie's brother Mark is the brother that like used to do Tippy the Turtle and used to mess with her when they were kids in a fun way, like in a goofy way. He and he to, still does. Yeah, like he still he doesn't do Tippy the Turtle. That never happened this weekend. He'd be okay. like on his back. That's too bad. Connie, Connie, you gotta tip me over. I'm Tippy the Turtle. I'm gonna die if you don't tip me over. And I'd be like, you know, I'm like five, trying yeah. to push him over. Um, but Mark. Mark is the guy, first off, he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, he looks just Generous. like John F. Kennedy Jr. And he, Mark doesn't make room in his life for any sort of drama or, or negativity, really. Or um, he just expects everything to be great. Like Mark used to always say to me, Connie, I lived the secret before the secret was even the secret. And the secret is all about drawing positive energy to yourself. You know, you got to think yeah. positively, think what you want to do, and then it'll happen, you know, that type of thing. And I'm not kidding. He's lived his life that way, and it's worked. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know anybody else on earth that it's just worked for, but he's so hilarious. He's so funny, and he, <laughs> everything with him is like, I have the biggest car. What? No. Nope. Yep. Yep. I have the biggest car. I have a car bigger than everybody else's car. I have a big car. Uh, it has a big stereo. In it. What? <laughs> it's, it's not a competitive just, thing. Steve. No, it's he's being funny. funny and yeah. we all just start laughing. And I mean, we've been my entire life. I've been interacting with my brother this way. My whole family has. And everybody's like, Mark, my mom used to always say, Mark, be humble. Mom, I'm just being honest. Just being honest, Mom. I do have the biggest car. (laughs) So, or whatever the case, it was his car this weekend because uh, he he does have a giant car. But it's just so (laughs) funny, so funny. So then, like Saturday night. So at the end of each day, like Friday night, Saturday night, and then yesterday morning, uh, we went out to eat as a family. We took my mom on Saturday night. but we went out to eat as a family and we went to my dad's favorite places, which was nice. Um, but <laughs> Mark, wait, what was I going to tell you? What was the story the, I was going to tell room, you? Fish? The bedroom, the hotel oh, room. Okay. Yeah. So, and then we would hang out like the sibling. We take my mom back to uh, where she, her retirement home is. And then all the siblings and Dan, we'd go back to, um, back to our hotels. And again, three rooms in a row, three rooms in a row on the same floor in the middle of a hallway. And on Saturday night, Mark was like, you guys, 
you haven't even seen my room yet, and I have the biggest room. <laughs> I'm the like, biggest no, you room. don't. Yeah. No, you don't. We all have the same room. We are three rooms nope. in a row on nope, the nope. On, uh, in the middle of a floor. It's not like you're in a penthouse suite that's up in the corner on that. No, we're staying at a Holiday Inn Express for God's sake. You nope. have the same room that we have. Well, we have to go hang out in it because you guys have to see it. My room's giant. It's giant. <laughs> I'm the biggest. Steve, you should see my room. It's the biggest room. It's the oh biggest gosh. of all the rooms. He... It's in the middle of a hallway and it's 65 <laughs> feet bigger than your room. And he cranks himself out up so he'll just start laughing. He's such a oh god. He's such He's a great solid player. great guy. He's such a hoot. So we hung out in his room. We had to hang out in his room that night. And it was well, the exact same room. It's the biggest room. So. I know. I, have, Steve, I swear <laughs> to God. Stupid not to. Oh, I, could be, I could be standing next to Mark, so her funny. brother, and his arms could be, <laughs> let's say, because Mark's a good looking guy, like she said, JFK Jr., right? Let's That's say what Mark everybody had, I mean, he does truly look like that. Let's say Mark had 15 inch arms and they had just measured Mark's arms and they were 15 inches. And then they measure my <laughs> arms and they're 22 inches. Mark could be like, my arms are 24 inches. That, no, Mark, the thing said 15. Nope, that's that's wrong. That was metrics. Nope. He's just, yeah. I, I have mean, there's something to be said. There's something to be said for the way Mark lives his life. Because, and he makes his sister happy. And nobody He's has a, a perfect guy. life. You know what I mean? Nobody has a perfect life. But everything that yeah. guy has ever wanted, that guy has gotten. Like, he doesn't, you know. Um, well, I can't talk about it. He's very, very Aww. generous man. He's been, he has been very good to Connie and I, which actually ties into part of my answer as well for the text question of the day. Uh, it's, he's been very good to Connie and I uh, yeah. when we were both unemployed and uh, living in her friend Kathy that she sourced earlier, living in this spare room with our dog, Allie, and we were looking for <laughs> gigs many, many yeah. years ago. I'm sure we'll be unemployed again, and I'm sure he would be just as generous if we needed it, but we won't. <laughs> so, And we have spouses, and it's a whole thing. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, as a whole, though, you got through this weekend. You got to have your moments, and you got to have some smiles, and you got to see your yep. mom and hug your and mom. we laughed and cried. Well, and I cried. The Nobody most else laughter. cried. You cried. Nobody else cried, really? No. Nobody else cried, except for wow. my best friend, Kathy, um, because she's known my parents her parents died when she was in her early twenties. So she's known my parents forever since we were in high school. And Kathy always says, Oh yeah, I patterned my sense of humor after your dad's. And she's not kidding. And she's dry. Just like he was. She loved my dad. So Kathy and I were in the basement going through, he had a whole, you know, like I'd say a quarter of the basement, um, which is where his tools were and everything, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And he he, he was such an engineer that he would, he kept track of, he'd be like Connie's room, like my bedroom, uh, takes oh, these yeah. type light bulbs, switched them out on this date. <laughs> da, 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 da. And she's, amazing. she finds this sheet of paper and she's reading it and she goes, oh, God, I funny. loved him. I loved him. <laughs> you know, and she, she just did. And so she and I had a couple moments, but no, everybody else was like, well, I have the biggest room. Connie, hold on. <laughs> and it did make it fun, so I'm kind of glad. If your brother Mark cried, he cried alone in his hotel room better than anyone has ever cried. He had the most <laughs> tears. <laughs> his tears were bigger and uh, most bigger than most tears. <laughs> That's just oh the way their gosh. family's more of a, a private thing. But Mark, if Mark cried, he, he would have had much room to cry because he had the biggest room in the best hotel of the world. So funny. Okay. Yeah, right. it was so funny. All right. Um, let's let's do the text question of the day in a few minutes. Okay. Because now we're so, running behind. 
the text question of the day does tie in with it. Uh, very excited to share that with you. Most excited out of the most excitement that I've had. I, the most <laughs> I believe this is the biggest amount of excitement we'll that one person has ever had, ever. Uh, okay, let's I learn some stuff. That. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? <laughs> Uh, you know how sometimes I got to tell you guys later on about how much he eats too. He eats the most food out of anybody I've ever met. The most food, life. the biggest food too. Oh the my biggest gosh. most food. It's so crazy. He uh, I'll just tell you this right now. He would look at Dan cuz Well, uh anyway, he would say to Dan before dinner. My this is my brother I'm talking about. Dan, do you want to get a large pizza as an appetizer? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A large pizza as an as appetizer. an appetizer, <laughs> and then like, they'd, they'd order entrees. It was like wow. what? I know, and That's he doesn't like, have a weight problem. I mean, he's a great. Of course, he's in the greatest shape, the greatest shape I ever, mean, the best shape ever. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone that looks like me, but I am the best looking, greatest shaped man of all time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get to learning stuff right now. Uh, do you guys know who Phil Robertson is? Yes, I don't oh, know why. Sounds familiar. Why? Yeah. Hmm. Duck Dynasty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So did you know that he played quarterback at Louisiana Tech in the late 60s? No. Yeah. So he left school early because he wanted to focus on duck hunting. <laughs> and that opened up the spot for his backup quarterback, who was Terry Bradshaw. No way. <laughs> yes. Okay. At Louisiana Tech. This is in the late 60s. Terry Bradshaw he was his backup. Yep. The E! Network had on a Las Vegas marathon this weekend, like the television show Las Vegas from years ago. It was one yeah. of my favorite shows. Yeah, I liked and it too. It was, they did from start to finish every episode of Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. During that marathon, I saw a promo for the Terry Bradshaw show with him, his wife, and his three daughters. And it looks really funny. <laughs> He's really hilarious. Funny. Yeah, he Terry really Bradshaw's is. Bradshaw's hilarious. Yeah. You should check that out. So, yeah, so Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty, he was uh, the starting quarterback, and he left, and Terry Bradshaw got the gig. Nope. Johnson & Johnson was founded by three guys named Johnson, not just two. They were all brothers. It was Robert, James, and Edward, and they all Johnson. founded Johnson & Johnson. I wonder if Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson sounded weird, and that's why they just called it Johnson & Johnson. Or the three Johnsons. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that sounds weird. Hey I'm, I'm one of the three Johnsons. Uh, uh, can you imagine three Johnsons baby powder? I mean, that just seems yeah. weird. No. It sounds a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rainbows are actually full circles. You just can't see the bottom half because of the ground. That is a true story. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. I didn't know that. Full circles. I like that. A uh, football player named Bobby Singh, Singh, I think his last name is pronounced, won a Super Bowl with the St. Louis Rams in 2000. An XFL championship with the LA Extreme in 2001, and a oh. CFL championship in 06 with the BC Lions. No other other player has ever won all three. Wow! What's his name again? Cool. Bobby Singh. It's S I N G H. Bobby Singh. Bobby Singh. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul McCartney wrote, "Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be," and then he sent it to Aretha Franklin. Oh, wow. She recorded it, but she held up the release of the song for so long, the Beatles decided to just do it themselves. Little wow. uh, nug for you about Aretha Franklin. 
they're doing a movie. You know, Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's a movie coming out called Respect, where Jennifer Hudson will be playing Aretha Franklin. Really? Yeah, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. I love Jennifer yeah. Hudson as a singer, so it'll be good. Uh, 53 years ago today, the year was 1967. Keith Richards. We all know who God, Keith Richards old. is. They're so old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Keith Richards was found guilty of allowing his property to be used for smoking the reefer. Ah, <gasps> it's surprising. Mm. Yeah. That mm -hmm. is surprising. And you know what? He smoked the biggest reefer and the best reefer anyone has ever smoked. <laughs> Connie's brother marking him. I can't stop doing that. So I'll stop. Uh, he was fined and sentenced to a year in prison, but I don't believe he ever did it. I think, oh, it was yeah. a, I think it, the, he was given like a sus suspended sentence. Hollywood and then the prison. last one, last thing we are learning today is for fish and fish alone. Okay. 46 years ago today, the year was 1964, or 74, I'm sorry. Oh. 46 years ago, 1974, uh, there was a guy, his name was Neil Peart, and oh. he, re he replaced the original drummer for a band called Rush, his name was John Rutsey, and <laughs> thus making on. this one of the most ma making this one of the most important days in rock history. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. Fish's favorite band is Rush. Oh yeah, without a doubt. My brother used to play them on. Uh, my brother, who was the. Uh, the least greatest bass player of all time on the smallest <laughs> bass ever. <laughs> My brother Mike would play without any rhythm. Tom Sawyer Rush of all time. Uh. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> He was the weirdest looking brother in history. <laughs> He's the exact opposite of Connie's brother, Mark. Oh, so, gosh. Go. Yeah, so Neil Peart. I didn't know that there was another drummer before him. I, I, I didn't know that either. I love that. I know their you first didn't? ever. You didn't? I didn't know that. And their first ever gig in the United States was in Lansing, Michigan, in a bar called the Silver Dollar Saloon. Yeah. The first ever outdoor gig they ever played in the United States, Steve, because you went to uh -huh. Michigan State. You'll like this. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, the M78 <laughs> drive-in, which was probably called Celebration Cinema when yes. you were there? It was mm -hmm. off Saginaw. That used to be an outdoor arena as well, and M78 Drive-In, that was their first outdoor gig that Rush played in the United wow. States. Boom, knowledge dropped. Yeah, so they had quite a, quite a history with East Lansing. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really cool. I'm assuming they did both the same weekend, but I don't know how that worked out. I, it's, I don't know their schedule. That's well, they just could what probably I come back. There were plans yeah. by then. So. Neil Peart, the greatest drummer of all time, except for Connie's brother, Mark, who played the drum once. <laughs> drums once uh -huh. Played better than Neil Peart or any other brother has ever played. <laughs> So, All right, we got Toast Trending next. <laughs> All right, let's talk text question of the day before we get to Toast Trending. Text question of the day is how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you don't want to do? I love this question. Got a sneeze. She's going to oh, sneeze. It went away. Gonna, oh, she <laughs> went the sneeze away. went away. So the text question of the day again, how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? It's because of Connie's weekend. Now, Connie, again, this weekend, long and short of it is family home, 60 years. Uh, mom is no longer there, so they went. They've sold it, and they went through and cleaned it out. And that's yeah. something that you definitely did not want to do, right? No, without a doubt. But you know, it's one of those things that now that it's done, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so be. happy it's done. Um, I can't yet think about the fact that I'll never see it again. You know, like my sister was like, "It's not going to hit us until the next time 
you know, we're in town and we can't go there and somebody else is living in it. And, but the house yeah. looks sad right now to me. So I'm kind of like, cause I said, you know, I don't, I don't want to see another family living in it, but then I do because it's so sad. Like the flowers are overgrown and you know, because nobody's been living there since October. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Flowers or, you know, just, it doesn't look like a lived in happy house. So it'll be nice to get somebody in there, but it's not us. So it makes me a little sad, you know? I get life, that. Yeah. Life goes Not on. Cool. Not so cool. how do you sell yeah. is how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you don't want to do? Um I call it game face. Yeah. Like I get game face. Do it. One minute. Do it. You know, like on uh on uh Friday morning when Dan and I were driving over there. You know, obviously that's all I could think about. But then the minute we pulled into the driveway, and of course my best friend Kathy was there before us. So Respect. the minute we pulled into the driveway, like I, something switches in my head and I'm like, okay, it's time. Now it's business time, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like the switch that takes over and you just push on through. You don't think about anything. You just worry about the task at hand. That's how I yeah. do it. I love that. And, and, mm-hmm. and you, and you spot on man, spot on. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. Right. You just, here we go. How do you do it? How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? Steve, go ahead with Steve. I- I just think about the end result. It's the only way I can ever get through anything. I just got to think like, okay, this is what I'm going to accomplish. This is how I'm going to feel after I'm done. And so I just got to think about that. Otherwise, because I don't know if you guys know, but I'm a big procrastinator. And I'll put everything off like the last no. second. No. I know, right? Not you. Yeah. Steve? Is that Steve? Is someone... No way. Is that not Steve over there? Is it? No. Uh, it's definitely no. not Steve. Yeah. No. no. So I just got to think about the end result and then finally push through it right before it has to get done. Yep. Yeah. See, that's uh, so what I do is a uh, text question of the day. You're going to be anonymous when you message in via the app, email, you text. How do you psych yourself up when you have uh, to do something you don't want to do? What I'd like to do is I like to. I just like to picture it, man. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go, and we're going to get this done. We're going to go through the wall. And we're, okay. Actually, what I really do, I have sources from earlier today. Connie and I uh, were unemployed at one point. And, and, and Alicia's heard this a million times, too. Uh, we're unemployed at one point. We're living with our, uh, we're living in a van. No, we're living with our dog, uh, Allie, in her friend Kathy's extra bedroom. Respect no. again, Kathy. Always on a blow just up amazing. mattress is insane. And all I kept saying to Connie every day when we were looking for work or looking for jobs, every day is six months from now, Connie. Six months from now, Connie. Yeah, six months from now. You still and say that all the time. All the time. I if said something's, to you, you know, yeah. Thursday mm-hmm. when yep. you were uh, talking about, I'm like, Connie, I, I don't think I said I didn't want to set you off and have you uh, mock drown me in your pool. So, but I think I said, you know, Connie, just think about it now, you know, maybe a year from now. And then I kind of looked at her and I went six months from now. It's true though. Just six months from now, we're going to be in. Oh my God. Yeah. We're going to be in. We're going to be done. We're going to be packed. We're good to go. You know, here we do. We got this. So how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you don't want to do? That's the text question of the day today. So Connie's game face. I'm six months from now. Now, Steve, I have like procrastinate. You procrastinate. So what do you do again? You just. You gotta think about the end result. End result, like that. End okay. result. Mm-hmm. Put it That's off until it. the last possible second, and then just start doing it. And you're like, "Yep, this is gonna be amazing when I'm done." Yep, love it, love and it. Okay, mm-hmm. these are all right. We'll do the text. We'll do the text question of the day about eight fifteen. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you really don't want to do? Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending with Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Ah, oh, oh man, I have so much to share with you guys. Okay. 
A lot okay. going on. Let's kick it off with what happened this weekend. Super cool thing. The Global Citizen concert was this weekend. Had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, basically, the gist of it is Global Citizen Unite for Our Future concert happened on Saturday. Organizers say the event mobilized $1.3 billion to address the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic globally. I right. hope that's true. I hope that's true. Jennifer Hudson performed. Uh, Usher performed a really powerful song. Bill Gates talked a little bit, uh, talked about public health victories. Coldplay uh, performed as well. And Miley Cyrus uh, sang at the Rose Bowl. Miley, sober Miley Cyrus, who's like, you know, been sober now for months and uh, is saying, I can, you know, you can live your life sober. It's okay. I'm still fun. I'm relevant. I'm relevant. She performed a Beatles song, Help, that I thought I would share with you real quick, Con. You ready? Okay. I know that I need your life. I've never done before. Help me if you can. I'm feeling down. And I do appreciate you being right. I'll tell you something. I'm liking her more and more every day. I really am. I, I, Miley Cyrus has always been kind of like, eh, I don't know. You're kind of weird or whatever. But don't but, you uh, feel like Miley Cyrus goes through like, oh, yeah, I'm this and I'm doing great. And then all of a sudden it's just a bunch of weird stuff again. And then, yep. oh, yeah, I'm just, it's like up and down. It's very roller coastery. Because oh, yeah. I, I agree with you. There have been times where I've been like, oh, she's growing up. And then no. Yeah. No, she's not. No. And then she'll and then, do oh, something weird. She's growing up. Yeah. That's actually kind of a cool version. Who, what old timey country singer does she sound like? Uh, I don't I know the answer to this. But her, she's got such a unique voice. I can't believe it's not Johnny. She Cash sounds probably, like right? some, no, a woman. No, Dolly Parton. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe a little bit. I'll play a clip again. Here we go. Maybe Dolly Parton. Maybe I don't know. Steve There's Link. somebody. Yeah. She sounds like somebody. I don't know. Yeah, she does sound good though, and uh, she did a great job, and that's cool. Again, uh, over a billion bucks, so that's pretty darn good. Hey, speaking oh. of people that might need money, Chuck E. Cheese, uh, their parent company has filed for bankruptcy. Now that doesn't mean they're going to close down all Again. the stores. Yeah, <laughs> right. but their business has obviously been hit hard by the pandemic. We're talking about Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. When you're hungry. Nope, not anymore. So we'll see what happens to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, another one for you here, Connie, before I get to... Uh, man, I have so much I wanted to tell you about today, but uh, we'll go with the stimulus thing. Before I get to the stimulus thing, uh, just a quick thing. Here's a surprise party. A family in Texas, they threw a surprise party last month. Now 18 people and their family have tested positive for COVID. Okay. Uh, the, you know, uh, including uh, the parents... Uh, we're not there, by the way, apparently. And uh, both the parents are now fighting COVID-19. Uh, it's not looking good for either one of them. And just so you know, in this weird time, you hear it all the time. You roll your eyes. You do whatever. Just heads up. There's another example. Uh, COVID gone bad, right? Party gone uh. bad. All right. Uh, speaking of COVID, the U.S. Treasury Department sent more than a million stimulus checks to dead people. That's of right. Of course. With a total of $1.4 billion, dead people have received those checks. Not only is the government hoping people will return the checks, they've actually, Connie, set up a hotline. So if you've gotten hmm. one of these dead people checks, call the hotline. It'll go a little like this. You've reached the stimulus check hotline if you're dead. 
and have not received your check yet, press 1. If you're dead. And would like to return the money, press 2. If you're dead. And are going to keep the money, press 3. And if you're dead. How did you call this number? Ha. You're busted. The FBI is monitoring this call. And you're about to spend the next three to seven months in the slammer. You're going to wish you were dead. There you go. So if you're dead. <laughs> well, you I read an article. Check. I read an article that they sent them to prisoners, too. Yeah, I read that, too. I couldn't believe and it. And that now they want the money back. To, yeah. They sent, do you think prisoners should get stimulus checks? No, no, absolutely Steve, not. what do you think? I don't see a problem with it. Are you I kidding? I knew it. I knew Are it. Are you kidding Why? Uh, okay, I'm going to give you an example, Steve. I okay. knew it. I knew exactly how either both of you were going to fall. So, Fish, <laughs> tell me why uh, they should not. I'm going to go with this example. Let me set, say this example, and then you tell me if, I'm, if this is too obvious of an answer. The okay. example I'm going to say is someone is in prison, Steve, and they stole $40,000 from somebody, and that's why they're in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they get a stimulus check, so they have money for themselves in prison. You think they're really going to give it to the person they stole the money from? Absolutely not. If you're in prison and you committed a crime, or let's say they are in prison for selling drugs, so or you think murder. That, or murder. <laughs> I mean, there's you so think, many things yeah, you can be in prison I mean, for, right? But I was trying to go a little light, I guess, with more of a what they call quote white collar crime. But I mean, if they're in if they're in prison for something, why should they be receiving money from the government? i.e. a stimulus check do you really i mean, I mean still seriously? they're technically a citizen and i'm pretty sure the bill just uh, that's the only requirement you're right because they can vote yeah you're right they should probably if they can vote then they, they should can't be able to vote get a, oh they can't yes, vote they can. sorry no, yeah they, they can if, if you're in michigan and you're a felon you can vote you just can't vote while you're in prison but as soon as you get so, out you can well vote. that's what i'm talking about people in prison Oh, sorry. I got Some it. states you can vote in prison. Michigan's not one of them. Okay, but they can't vote. You shouldn't be able to vote if you're. State. That's a whole other thing, Amelia. But if they're in prison and they can't vote, why should they get a check? Why not? They're still a citizen. Dude, you realize that this money is coming from somewhere, right? Yes. <laughs> like, okay, you realize like this, like we're gonna have to pay this money back somehow. Yes. Like it just doesn't magically well, they don't, disappear. See, the reason for the stimulus check is people furloughed, losing their jobs, blah, 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 blah. Stimulate. And prisoners don't have to pay for anything. They they don't yeah. have to pay for There's... food. They're not losing jobs. They're not. Yeah. They yeah. don't have to well, pay for I anything. Mean, if, if millionaires are getting a stimulus check for larger amounts than the rest of the but people, why not? Millionaires are spending the stimulus checks on. Yeah. And, I don't and know, prisoners can also economy? spend the stimulus checks on the economy. So how? I don't see a problem. What do you what mean, mean by how? picking up an extra pack of smokes or a crochet? I mean, they can, the they can buy job? stuff inside the prison. They can buy stuff outside the prison for family or for friends. They could give the money away. You're still actually, a citizen. <laughs> oh, man, Connie, I think we should scrap your story and do a Connie Fishbowl on this. Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't think I am. I'm going to tell you, there is a woman that stole money from me. I guarantee you she got a stimulus check. I took her to court and won from her stealing money from me because she really did. She right. has never paid me a dime. And I guarantee you. And they found her you, guilty, right? They proved, I mean. They yeah. double damaged her, Connie. And I didn't even yeah. want double damage. I said, look, if she could just give me the money back, because I, I I went into debt. Right. I went into debt, thousands of dollars into debt because of this woman. Right. Right. And I'm like, I just want to pay back my credit card. Can I just have that, please? 
And yeah. they're like, no, double damages. And I never saw a dime. So she should get a stimulus check. I, that's the, so well, con. I think she should also give give that money from the stimulus check to whatever she owes court. But order. she won't. I know, but but I'm not saying it, it can be both. There could, she got they a check written, and she won't. They could have put the a check. law. They could have put a law into that stimulus bill saying that if you had like if you're gonna have your wages garnished or child support thing, or child yeah. support that you they had to pay that back. Yeah, so I'm saying and I'm I agree that that should have been in there, but. It's so like, those people that received that it would be in prison, then why should they get a stimulus check, like you said, to stimulate the economy? The check should go to their victim. Wait, hold on. The bigger well, yes, but they should, but that's still them receiving the money and then using it towards and again, paying putting off. Hold on, you twos. Hold yeah. on, you okay. twos. The biggest question here um, is something that Steve said. So uh, do prisoners sit in prison online and shop online and send things to people and buy things? Is that a thing? No, no, you, you can't do that. No, but you can oh. purchase stuff for people outside of prison. Well, that's yes. what I'm talking about. Well, how are you buying stuff for people out of prison if you're not doing it online? Yeah. You can buy stuff in the prison and then send it to people outside oh, like, of so prison. Like now, a sister with a brain smokes? texted in con and agrees. <laughs> I don't with know exactly that. how that works, but they can buy, uh, you can buy a bunch of stuff in prison. Sister okay. with a brain uh, texted in and agrees with Steve. Says, "Hey, hey, hey! They have to work in prison for extra money for smokes, Doritos, or munchies." I'm implying, I'm assuming she's implying prisoners can get, you know, like they should get checks so they can get. Yeah, they have the canteen or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the brother in pain said uh, via the app, free download. Seriously, guys, twelve hundred bucks in prison money, man, that makes them millionaires. They'll yeah. be loved around the block. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there, there's that angle. There you go. That's true. Uh, somebody else said, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Uh, prisoners getting a stimulus check. I'm no millionaire, and I did not get a stimulus because the hubby and I make too much. Are you kidding me, Steve? Dot, 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 E-U-G-H. Ugh. U-G-H? Uh, some, That's yeah. the Irish spelling of ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody else said, uh, fun fact, prisoners actually have to have a job. Uh, it's the pay, oh, pays for court appearance and, and so on. It also pays their lawyers. And if they need new shoes, they have to buy it and so on and so forth. So I would imagine that they agree with you, Steve. Uh, I agree with you, Fish. And I take uh, people's stimulus check to pay child support. They should also take it for the people that have won court cases. Yeah, now, I will tell you this. Way. We know for a fact, at least you know, for, via the show, that somebody was getting their child support money via stimulus check. We do know mm-hmm. that. Friend of the yeah, court. Yeah, somebody so. let us know that. Yeah. Uh, sister with a brain said, wait a minute, fish. Uh, they're citizens just like us. Oh, wait, sorry. What about the wrongfully convicted? They're citizens just like us. I'm sorry for the wrongfully convicted. That makes me terribly sad. Uh, and I'm not being sarcastic. I mean that, but I'm not there's You're convicted. You're in prison. You should get a stimulus check. You can't like, we're good. We got to pay this money back somehow. Like you're yeah. talking about millionaires and these millionaires that you're referring to that got stimulus checks. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I have friends that. I have a buddy that works. Are stimulus checks or loans? Yeah, they didn't get stimulus yeah. checks. Yeah, no. They did. If you made over, if you made over, what was it, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, you didn't get a stimulus check. Yeah, I got a buddy. My buddy works. Steve. Wait, works I want to hear how Steve says that they got them. Hold okay. on. There, after you, after a certain amount of, uh, I forget what the tax bracket is, but so like you got a one point seven million dollar stimulus check. What? Who got a $1.7 million stimulus check? Uh, the CARES Act uh, changed a 2017 tax law in a way that will largely benefit Americans that who earn, earn, earn over a million dollars or more annually, according to a nonpartisan congressional body. Per calculations using the body's data, these wealthy Americans 
could reap a benefit of 1.7 million on average with change in stimulus. Oh, on average, not, so they could. not per. They haven't yeah. got it yet. Yeah. Well, no, okay. some of them have, and some of them, it, depending on how much you make, and it's the, the after you made a certain amount of money, you you became much more eligible to get a lot more money from the government. Steve, I got this, a buddy. With that CARES look, Act. Let me just break it down like this. I have a buddy huh. that that uh, that works, and I'm not joking, has been working from home, working from home, like over 80 hours a week since this whole thing started because his business has been thriving. He makes over a couple hundred grand a year. He did not get a stimulus check. Yeah, this is over a million. Okay, so but prisoners. So you're saying over people over a million was part of your statement. But my buddy that makes 200 grand a year, he doesn't get a stimulus check, but prisoners get one well i'm not saying that he shouldn't have oh, i'm okay. thinking that the, all americans should have just gotten a flat check in my opinion the same amount okay yes. uh, i agree with steve if dead people get checks why not prisoners well dead people should go. not be getting checks that was the story <laughs> but yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know here's a here's a brother in pain said uh, they they may be, they may be citizens but not law-abiding citizens they forfeit their rights by breaking the law they should not know they should not be paid for sitting on their butt and not contributing to society. No, they decided to be a burden to society. They should not get stimulus checks, is what a brother in pain just said. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So many people who pay taxes don't get stimulus checks. Somebody just said a member of the click of six. Uh, then goes on to say other people uh, who pay billions in taxes, including Social Security and Medicare, don't get stimulus. What's the problem with prisoners getting it? They need the money too. Wait, so they're for it? <laughs> I, I don't understand that. I'm sorry. Maybe they don't really know. I'm confused. Or maybe they yeah. can just see every single side. Maybe yeah. they didn't the get them right. Just to be clear, prisoners. I'm, I'm not 100 sure. No, some. I don't think all of them did, but some of them. Oh, like an error. That was, That's yes, it was an error. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was an error. And now the now the the government wants that money back. And how are you going to get that money back? Yeah. Like, you it's kind of like the dad no, people that go. They'll got send them, some but... cartons of cigarettes back instead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, here's my $1,200 worth of smoke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Sorry. Here's some extra That's a lot of smoke for man. you, man. These plates are for you. I love this. Uh, text question of the day coming up about 8.15. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you really don't want to do? Like, oh, this is gonna be fun, How do you psych yourself up? We want to know. All right. Uh, we were just doing totes trending. And a story came up about uh, people who have passed away getting stimulus checks. Now, right? yeah, this is a, this is a really wild thing where people that the government's going, hey, look, if you got a stimulus check for your uncle who's no longer with us or whatever, please don't quit trying to cash it. Please, you know, rip it up. Let right. us know, whatever. So there you go. And that's what you should do, by the way. So then I posed the question because I had I had read an article about how some prisoners, i.e. people in prison, um, yep. had received stimulus checks. Not all, but some had. So I asked the two boys here, Fish and Steve, what do you think about that? Uh, Fish very passionately thinks no prisoners should not get stimulus checks because... They're not doing anything to stimulate the economy, pretty much. Is that what your answer was, Fish? Yeah, more Ish. or less, that's what it is. Ish. And Steve, Steve Connie, I think it's like Oprah Winfrey back in the day where it's, you get a car, you get a car, you get a check, you get a check. Yeah, everybody gets a check. <laughs> Just everybody should get a stimulus check. Yeah, and so Steve thinks they definitely should. So that's been yeah. a debate that's been going on for the last few minutes on the show. And, and, and now so apparently look, everybody's weighing in. Yeah, we've gotten a ton of a response on this. And, I, and I'll say this, okay, again... My example was 
the woman who isn't a prisoner, uh, she's not in jail, but she was convicted of what they call a white collar crime because she stole thousands of dollars off my credit card and I never saw a dime. And I'm number one. She yeah. stole so much on me. The list of complaints against her, I was number one and I never got a penny. So where Steve, I, I don't want to make you sound totally bougie with the Oprah comment. You're more or less saying they deserve it, right? Is that right? Prisoners are more or less saying that that all citizens of the United States deserve a stimulus check, whether they make it, whether they're in a certain tax bracket or yes, I, I thought it should have been just been a flat, straight. Everybody gets the twelve hundred. I did or too. Whatever. Yeah. I did too. I agree. Now with you on that. I will agree with you, except for prisoners. Because I did think it should have been a flat thing across the board. I think my buddy that makes over two hundred grand a year should get what uh, compared to somebody who makes fifty grand a year. I think it's fair. Like it's just fair, right? Flat. I like mm-hmm. that idea. Prisoners, no, in my opinion. So yeah. somebody said, uh, "Brother Payne said via the app, when you're in prison, your uh, social security ID is held, uh, and you don't get it. That's paid by the federal government." Okay. So somebody else said, "If you're in prison, you deserve nothing." You're there for a reason, and you gave up your rights until you served them. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't do what you did. Pay the price. I deserve the check. You don't. Somebody else said, hold on, I got to find uh, I'm trying to find it. Make it Do you think it's fascinating how everybody is so different in their thoughts? Oh, yeah. And 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 a lot of it probably has to do with life experience. You know, like, for instance, Fish had money stolen from him. So, of course, he's going to be like, no. It's going to hit a nerve. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to absolutely hit a nerve. You know, it's just so fascinating to me how everybody's so different, but it's all based on our life experience, you know? I just, Where Steve I, is born the in the wrong The psychology of it, fascinating. Steve is born in the wrong area. He's more of a free love, hippie 60s type of guy, you know? Like, come yeah. on, man. He was. Everybody kind of deserves boring. it, dude. That's, where's the water bomb, <laughs> you know? I'm joking, right. but I'm not. I mean, he's not, you know, whatever. Uh, so here, here we go. Somebody else said, uh, what about the fact, you know, Steve makes a really good point. Sister with a brain said, what about the fact that they need to pay money for their big daddy in prison? It will make their stay safer. There you go. Yeah, yes. there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is they're going to have, uh, they're going to have with the prisoners getting stimulus checks, Steve, according to a brother in pain here, you're actually only allowed to have so much in your bank account before you have to pay rent to the state. So then the state will what? actually get your stimulus check. I don't know that all that that's oh via gosh, a tax. That's crazy. Uh, somebody said, uh, guys, uh, I, actually, I'm going to save that one. When you're ready to wrap this up, there's a whammy that actually is kind of interesting. Okay. I, I like this one too. Counting fish. Supposedly, supposedly my husband and I are rich right. because we did not get a stimulus check, but we will be the ones to pay for it. Uh, then it goes on to say not necessarily liberal people and the, the bleeding heart people, where do you think that money comes from? The government isn't going just to, isn't printing free money. I work a full-time job. I'm an essential worker, so I've been working. I own a small business. Uh, good for you, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. That's being destroyed by this. I'm sorry. No mm-hmm. unemployment for me or my husband. No extra 600 bucks two times a week for us. The government has made this worse than it should have been. Somebody else said, if you're in prison, you, you're a... Uh, if you're in prison, you're stuck to the Constitution, or the Constitution no longer applies to you. Not that the Constitution applies to any of us anymore anyway, they went on to say. Mm-hmm. I'm more criminal than most of the criminals in prison, so you do the math. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't totally understand all that text. <laughs> uh, somebody else said you don't have to be a citizen. Legal aliens get them. Basically, anybody who files taxes gets them, and then they put a Canadian flag. And then okay. I, I like this one. 
it goes it goes on to say, guys, I'm just saying all of this does not make sense at all. So why not just follow the pattern and give prisoners checks? COVID has turned everything upside down and backwards. So let's just do it. It's like you're <laughs> tapping out. It's like when your husband goes, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? And you finally go, all right, fine. Let's just do it. Screw it. What does so, that even mean? What are, are you talking about like balloon animal stuff? My guess I could be if you want to talk about it. Are you kidding me? Like you were the only person on earth who could take a conversation like this and turn it into a sex game. Okay. Hey. Seriously? First first and foremost. (laughs) Am I wrong? Like it's it's just like that. You're welcome. Just like your husband wanting to do blankety blankety. I actually meant meant, like, can we go somewhere? Like, I want to go to this place. I want to go. I totally did not mean. Why do you think I mean? Connie, you're very inappropriate and naughty. You're a freak. You're a freak. Who said that? Who turns stimulus checks into a sex game, Connie? Good Lord. (laughs) Connie, why would you do that? Steve, Mm -hmm. we were having an intelligent debate about society, (laughs) and Connie just made. It's all about balloon animals. Uh-huh. All the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. Well, look, you know, I wasn't the one that texted You're about the big freak. daddy thing. Okay. Somebody else said, if uh, somebody else said, Steve thinks prisoners deserve garage time to smoke weed as well, probably. L M A O. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it is legal now. Oh, here's one that's for Steve. Right? Somebody did so say, yeah. Shouldn't they be well, able to? Depending it's on legal. State. Well, I mean, well, yeah. it depends on the state, and I don't think well, you here, it's legal drink here. in prison, so. Well, you can't smoke. Yeah, you, you can't can drink. make toilet wine. Yeah, you can. So I guess if you want to grow, grow some toilet weed. When Connie and I were unemployed and we couldn't afford good booze, we made toilet wine. That stuff can be good, man. You could live off that. Okay. Uh, somebody, somebody did say, Steve, yes, all, of, all living American citizens should get one. Obviously, the dead ones. Yeah, is that next? Steve, do you think dead people should get them as well? Why not? No. Let's I just give not. them to the dead people. They don't accept okay. they're, they're they're dead. They're gone. Uh here's something here. Okay, last one. I'm I'm here's something okay. to think about. If they get a stimulus right. check, that means they're at least they did their 2018 taxes, which means they did contribute to society in 2018. Steve's side, here you go. Uh that then let's say they did a white collar crime and they were the only person that was supplying for their whole family. Mm-hmm. I, I can I be honest about something. I'm sorry if you were married to someone that was a, a criminal that uh, was taking from you, but I do not think the person that was a criminal should get a stimulus check and it should go to your family. I think it should go to their victim if it's a financial what it thing. A, what if it was if it, just like getting caught smoking pot in a state that it wasn't legal in? Then well, who should it go to? I don't think you should get one. Yeah. I don't think it should go to your family at all. I don't, uh, Steve, I don't, I, if you get caught and you go to jail, you go to jail. But if, if you got caught smoking pot, you're probably not in, well, maybe you're in jail now. I don't know how that goes. I mean, people, states are loosening up on that, right? So yeah. I, I don't know. If the, There's still a lot of people in for drug offenses, which are like let's go what cocaine. I consider victimless, victimless crimes. Like cocaine or like weed? Well, that, as long as you're not selling it. If like, if you just get caught doing a drug, I consider that a victimless Again, crime. Connie, 60s man, yeah. right here, free love. <laughs> Look at him. I think it's more of a libertarian approach to things than it is a hippie or, thing, but okay. That's why I don't know. You're, you're tripping on acid in prison with your stimulus uh, check and Big Billy over there in your cell. 
You know, you okay. guys are just making Is it that the money. last one you wanted to do, Fish? Yeah, I mean, I could do it. There's a, there's about 40 more. I mean, but that's uh, the one where you're like, hey, I've got a, this is the biggie. That was the last one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so was confused that the right biggie? Because, yeah, we're, I think we're still waiting for that biggie, Connie. No, <laughs> no, the biggie got ruined by Connie <laughs> making everything sexual. Remember? Oh, right. <laughs> that. right. That's what Connie does. Connie made it all dirty and naughty. Yeah. Let's take Big the sexy Connie. Check, turn it into hey, things your husband wants to do to you. That was yeah, you do. yeah. <laughs> there you go, Connie. Get uh-huh. freaky, girl. Uh, the text question of the day, we're going to do uh, uh, rando text so here in just a sec, but the text question of the day is coming up about 8.15 or so. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you absolutely do not want to do? You got to just get to it. For example, Connie goes, goes game face. I always say, just think six months from now. Six months from now, it'll be over. And Steve thinks about his positive end. Nope. I, I wrote yes. it down wrong. <laughs> what, I don't know what you do. I, I, I just visualized my fantastic butt. Yeah, like, okay, it's I'm very gonna... odd. That's very weird. Oh That's very gosh. weird. I, that's, I, oh, that you, oh, you procrastinate. <laughs> I wrote procrastinate and crossed it out. I, I can't remember what you do. You he think does about procrastinate. Yeah. He does. He does. He fully admits that. Okay, he so how do you psych yourself butt. up when you have to do something that you do not want to do? Rando, text help, message over via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. You could do it. Email at Connieandfish.com. Okay. Uh, this one is from a single mom raising an only child at home. Ex-husband and I are fighting. And here's why. She wants to buy her seven-year-old an iPhone. He's an only child. He's getting bored watching TV and playing video games while quarantining. My husband says, seven years old, way too young for a phone. Of course, my husband, ex-husband, by the way, ex-husband would say this because he is not raising him. I am uh, in need of something to distract my son because I am actually working from home. Uh Question is, is seven years old for the click of six? Is seven years old too young for a phone? He says, quote, you are a horrible mom for wanting an iPhone to babysit our son. Oh. So I'm assuming she has primary custody or is, at least has had a lot of custody because it's her and her right. seven-year-old. She calls herself a single mom raising an only child at home. So there you right. go. It's the right. first line. That so being said. They're divorced. Seven? She wants to get there. She's working from home. She needs a distraction for the seven-year-old. So she wants to get the seven-year-old an iPhone or a phone, whatever. Yeah. Um, and dad says, stop being lazy. Yeah, you're horrible as now, a human. No. What's the difference that. between that and giving a kid an iPad? I don't know. Because, Steve, you guys give Charlotte an iPad, and that's amazing for you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point in time, though, she doesn't... I mean, when she was a little bit younger, she would sit in front of it for longer. Now she gets bored pretty quick with it, but... Does she? Uh, still okay. give, it'll give you, like, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Stale. Okay. It's becoming stale. I it get is. It. <laughs> oh, so, but isn't I? But if you were to get her a phone, would that keep her attention span longer than an iPad would? No, the phone just seems weirder because then she can call people, and I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right? part of what yeah. the angle is with the seven-year-old too. Like, uh, wants hmm. to be able to call people. You know, like uh, I'm seven. You know, the mom is saying, "Hey, if he wants to call my parents or maybe dad or whatever, then he can do that, and he can play on the phone as well." I'm assuming, obviously, let's assume that she's going to put restrictions on the phone before 
you guys, members of the Click of Six, weigh in on this bad boy. Or as you do, you're already starting to text in with it. You know, just we're assuming that. So uh, mom so- is at home with the seven-year-old. Mom and dad are divorced. Mom is at home with the seven-year-old. And she says, and she wants to get him a phone to keep him distracted because he's getting bored watching TV and playing video games and stuff. And ex-husband is saying he's too young for a phone. She said, of course, he would say this because he's not raising him. I am, and I need something to distract him so I can work from home. Yeah. Can you ask the click of six if they think seven years old is too young for a phone? My ex says I'm a horrible mom for wanting an iPhone to babysit my kid. Huh. You know, uh, somebody texted and said this sister with a brain is ridiculous. Seven is way too young to get a phone. Send the kid outside. Let him go play. Uh, he's seven, else said, though, right? He's seven, you can I mean, play out, like, like watch. I mean, yeah, you I mean, can I go guess outside. if you're fenced in, but you can't really right. like, let him just go. Like, go out in the front yard. Mommy's going to work. Right. <laughs> like, well, mommy's no. going right. to work though inside. At least mommy could work by the window, but then it is going to distract her during work. You're right. Of course. You could. Could you tether the kid to the house? Probably not, huh? There's oh probably laws on that. Okay. <laughs> Somebody you else can't said, even tether uh, them to a, one of those leash backpack things without people. Oh yeah, them. that's true. That was a couple weeks ago. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Somebody. Somebody said the problem with giving them the phone is you can't block 911 calls. So what if the seven year old starts calling 911? Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You. Uh, mm-hmm. Good lord. Oh, somebody. Here's a sister with a brain. For crying out loud! <laughs> Whatever happened to puzzles and building blocks? Yeah. I mean, this this woman is like, look. Uh, saying to her ex-husband, you know, look, I'm going to buy this kid a phone. I'm assuming, you know, uh, he's seven. It's going to keep him busy. He's bored watching TV and playing video games. You know, but I got yeah. to keep him entertained. I got work to do. I'm working from home. I'm a single mom. I'm like trying to get money together here. You know, we're no, we're no longer together. Dad's like, that's horrible mom work right there. Horrible mom work. Now, you're not going to let a phone babysit my kid. Very easy for somebody who's not that involved with the kid to say, though. Hamburger. You're right. You know, yeah, we, mm-hmm. something she doesn't mention in the email is like when he's with me, the kid is with me half the time and things of that nature. Right. So we don't know the placement, but it seems she definitely to makes she it sound primary. like she has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Primary placement. Somebody said, I so don't think what she's a other things? Mom. Oh, go ahead. Oh, somebody said, I don't think she's a horrible mom, but I also don't think it's a good idea. You know, that you with again sourcing 911. Let's eliminate the 911 angle there. I mean, because everybody's talking about that. Apparently, the kid hey, called 9 There was a kid that I babysat for his whole life, and when he was probably about, but the difference is his dad was the Oakland County Sheriff over on the other side oh, yeah. of the state. So, yeah. and I babysat his son. So, one time we were, they, they were, they lived three houses down from us, and I had his name was Nicholas, and I had Nicholas over at my parents' house. Um, we were doing something. I don't even know what we were doing. And I turned my head for one minute. And what's he doing? He's calling 911 because he wants to talk to his dad because his dad's oh, the Oakland yeah. County Sheriff. Oof. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, my gosh. What Mama are you Connie. doing? <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody said, let him use your phone. Why can't he use your phone? But let's assume she needs it for work. Somebody else said, yes, yeah, seven years old, way too young for a phone. My kids don't even get them till they were, my kids didn't get them till they were in high school. There's no need before that. Right. That's a whole other deal right there. A lot of middle schoolers have them now. Somebody said way too young for a phone. Books. Have you heard of books? Have the child read or use the money. Now listen to this angle. I like okay. this. Single right. mom raising the kid at home alone. Use that money that you were going to spend on an iPhone and hire a babysitter so you can get work done and your kids entertained. At least maybe for a few hours every day. But I mean, now she's not. That, I mean, because 
Right. Maybe she doesn't. Oh, want so you else can't have kid. a babysitter, is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but maybe that's her angle. I don't know. Mm. But it, it would be smart, mm. right? But babysitters aren't cheap. I mean, iPhones aren't cheap. Well, that's cheap what either. I'm saying. She's already, you know, she yeah, already made right. it sound like her husband doesn't, whatever. Um, but yeah, so even for just for a couple hours. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's summertime. Said, Your kid's going to want to do things, right? Yeah, somebody said, totally ask natural. the kid's dad if he'll help help you send your uh, child to summer camp in the day. How about this angle, by the way? No one said mm. this yet. Connie, what about the fact that, again, single mom, only child at home, ex-husband, they're fighting, seven-year-old son, she wants to give the kid an iPhone. What about this thing? All right, honey, if you say I'm a horrible mom from wanting an iPhone to babysit my son, then how about you take an afternoon off work a week or whatever you can do and come help me with this kid as I'm home alone doing my work from home. So see, I, I don't see anything done. wrong with that. Right? I don't see anything wrong with that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I said too. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm brilliant. I am I brilliant. You are That's kind of brilliant. Perfect, is, what? Yeah. Answer. Are we both agreeing with Fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Uh, yes, you are. It's like reverse day today. You it's both like don't call me day. daddy. Call me daddy. Because I am super daddy. There you go. Mm. Nope, that didn't make sense. So let's focus on other things that you could have your seven-year-old do. Oh, there you go. Instead of having a phone or an iPad or, and she said, you know, he's already watching TV and playing video games, but that's become boredom, you know? Yeah. So what are other things that they could do that well, he could do? And text him with other things that they could do, like books, puzzles. Some people have said, a uh, sister with a brain, Laura said, Hey guys, kids are supposed to be bored. That's how they learn to deal with things on their own. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go as far as to say she'd be a bad mom, but lazy comes it's up. It's funny, though. I have a lot. I shouldn't. I know a lot of people who will never allow their kids to be bored. They never. They have one activity after another planned in the summertime because they do not want their kids to be bored. Yeah. Well, and Monday we're going to go here and Tuesday we're going to go here and Wednesday we're going to go here and Thursday we're going to go here. Did you have that growing up? Cuz I no. growing no. up my summers other than I was I would go to a basketball camp, I would go to a day camp and the last night we spent the night and that was like 2 weeks out of my whole entire summer. Other than that, I was riding bikes and at the beach and my parents oh and, and we'd have a vacation. We always went on a summer vacation um, as a family. But other than that, that what does that leave? Ten weeks that yeah. I was having to find something to do for myself, and a lot of people don't do that now. Though, no, no, you can't. You've got to plan it all out. We're going to do this. What you're going to? Yeah, they yeah. have activities. Oh, everything. Yeah. How much money are you spending doing that? Well, that's crazy. Here's another thing. I know that I gave you both the old shocker last week when I uh, said that I actually had friends and I would play outside and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, that's I know that really blew we still you both have away. No verification of <laughs> that, that being was true. No, I need proof. There's I no proof. Lou. I need Jan Lou to call word. up. Uh-huh. <laughs> or my friend Quentin. Oh, whatever. I need Quentin and QB is what we call them. But I need Quentin or Jan Lou to call up. But I use Mike Opdyke, the only friend you guys know that I ever really had uh, as a source. Mike Opdyke had the Millennium Falcon. I wanted a Millennium Falcon. I, right. my, my parents said, we're, we can't afford to buy you a Millennium Falcon. Maybe you'll get one for your birthday from Santa. I never got one. Anyway, I move on. Uh, how about you go, here's some Star Wars action figures, and you go play with them in the woods. There you go. 
and I would go in the woods and I would build their little forts and whatever. And, you know, obviously at this point I was 17, but still, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can still do that. So I, I don't understand. Like, you know, again, and people are messaging in saying, some people are saying it's not a big deal if she governs the phone, but what are we don't play outside as much maybe as we used to. The kids don't, well, we're not kids, but you know what I mean? I don't right. know. I want to, you know, uh, some, th- some said these times are different. This is a good point though, Connie. Uh, yeah. He can't play outside unsupervised and working from home with young kids is pretty much impossible. Right. Daycare is right. open. So she could use that during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I had to resort to TV for my three-year-old so I could work. And he has a tablet arts and crafts, books and toys were also in the mix. The yeah. expectations that the woman can work at home and watch the kids is unrealistic. Oh God. That's true though. Well, I mean, it's she's true. talking specifically about this, this rando texto, mm-hmm. okay, which yeah, that is the situation. Yes. The woman is working that, from home and the woman has a kid. So. Well, and frankly, the dad sounds kind of like a boosh because he's <laughs> the only thing, the only solution yes, that he, he offered up was you're a bad mom. You, you're going to use a phone to babysit our kid and their exes, by the way. And, and he's not offering to help out. Like even maybe could he offer his new girlfriend as a babysitter or something during the day? Like, good Lord. Right. Do something. Uh, we got an email that said, I would like to know how she would handle taking care of her child if we didn't have phones. Pretend it's the 1980s. What did parents yeah. do? And if the kid is bored watching TV and playing video games, how do you plan on entertaining him on the phone? Uh, what will he be doing on it? That's what my question was. What's different? Yeah, Most kids true. will play, play app play, games, I guess. Yeah, but you can do that on an iPad, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a tablet, not an iPad mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, another email says, first of all, that mom is not a horrible mom for wanting to get a cell phone for a child. I completely understand the need to have some sort of distraction for the kids, but for me personally, an iPad is enough. I'm not comfortable with the whole making phone calls situation. The iPad, I feel like I have more control over the parental controls on it and limiting contact. That's what I would do. I'd get an iPad. I think yeah. that's the answer. I do too, Connie. I agree with all, both you guys. I yeah. will say this. This is absolutely hysterical, this message we got from somebody that's called the cool one from Ohio. In the yeah. app, you can name yourself, and they call yeah. themselves the cool one from Ohio. It's mm-hmm. hysterical. It says, if the mom's paying for it, it's none of the dad's damn business, just my opinion. What's hysterical about that message is she thinks there's somebody cool from Ohio. I'm like, you need to change your name, right? In the app, dog. You're from Ohio. Who who wants to be from Ohio, man? Come on, man. (laughs) Text question of the day. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you don't want to do? We'll do that coming up in about 20 minutes. Wrong one. Hold on, please. (laughs) I said rando. I said this is the wrong button, Connie. Here's Hamburger. the right one. Hold on. Let's see what's trending. Toast there we go. Trending. Right. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Here comes Big Baby around the corner. Big Baby's going around 45 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, there comes there. Fuzzy Face. Fuzzy Face is going to go around there. There, oh, there comes uh, Butt Crackalicious. Okay, so look, here's the what deal. What are you talking Chur- about? Churchill Downs has decided they will, in all caps, will allow fans to attend this year's Kentucky Derby. They're off Wait. in the Kentucky Derby. Yes. Really? Yes. It's been rescheduled huh. for September 5th during Labor Day weekend. They say fewer right. fans will be allowed in. They will be encouraged to wear masks. Think of the hats and the masks that will be worn. Oh, try uh, to. They will not be required to wear them at all times. Mm-hmm. So right. there you go. Last huh. year's, uh, so Kentucky Derby happened last year. It was obviously moved. 
It's going to happen Labor Day weekend, just so you know. Also, just so you know, by the way, uh, more adults than ever, ever, are living with their parents now. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Yeah, so apparently, uh, there's out of studies, uh, more adults have moved in with their parents and grandparents. That's Will Smith from Wedding Crasher, or Will Ferrell mm, from Wedding Crasher. That's like Will Smith. Not Will Smith, yeah. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Will Ferrell, uh, the only reason Connie would ever watch that new Netflix movie with Will Ferrell that came out this weekend is because they talk about ABBA, and she wouldn't even make it to the part where they, they watched. They do. Oh, yeah. Really? Is it, oh, yeah. Was it, is it awful? I'll play a clip for you before we leave today. Yeah, it's okay. it's called Eurovision, and it's 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 your girl from uh, Notebook, but still, oof. Uh, it's something. I'll tell you that. Yeah, unfortunately, it has Will Ferrell in it too. Yeah, yeah. So he really, <laughs> it's not going to help you. Will Ferrell, you know? either, either. I mean, my favorite Christmas movie of all time is Elf. Yeah. So, I, I, I think that movie. I mean, obviously, I love that movie. But he, he and Adam Sandler in my head are kind of the same. Their movies are either brilliant or the worst pieces of, you know what, in the creation of man. Yeah. No, there's, I, I, there's no in between. Yeah. They're either brilliant a, or awful. Brilliant Billy or Madison, awful. you know, uh, the uh, uh, the other one, too. Uh, Billy Madison, I'm brain farting Happy on. Happy Gilmore. Uh, Happy Gilmore, Happy thank Gilmore. you, the golf one. Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore, brilliant. I, I get it. I like grownups. And, but what? still, but with Will Ferrell, Eurovision, oof, pretty tough. It'd be, it'd be better yeah. to watch the John Stewart movie that came out this weekend as well. But anyway, uh, okay, I got before I talk about a unique thing you're going to be able to do with your iPhone, okay. if you have one, uh, I'm going to ask you, pick one of the two, Ryan right. Reynolds or the Dixie Chicks. What do you want to talk about? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, okay. Ryan Reynolds, actually, during the Global Citizen Unite for Our Future concert, mm-hmm. there is a Zoom call happening with Hugh Jackman and... His X-Men co-stars from the original movie of X-Men. Okay, Connie? All right. Ryan Reynolds is not in this movie mm-hmm. at all. Okay. During the Zoom call, Ryan Reynolds crashed it. Here's what happened. Can you believe it's been 20 years since the first X-Men movie? Knock, knock. Whoa, oh. so many stars. Is that Was that Ian McKellen? Ryan, the cast and I were all just reminiscing about the movie that we were all in together. You know, I, I love that that movie. I hope it's okay if I join. I figured we were all in X-Men together. X-Men Origins. Origins. Yeah. Always good seeing you, Ryan. I- so he joins. Then Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones joins. Because she was in a different <laughs> X-Men movie way mm-hmm. later. And they're like, we're the original cast. And she's like, I've got to go. I got a Game of Thrones thing. And then one of the, uh, the girl from the original X-Men, she's like, I've got to go. Actually, I've got a reunion for James Bond. So they all, it actually was really funny. I'll throw it up on our social media. I thought it was quite hysterical, but I have a man crush on Ryan Reynolds. But the best part is, Connie, at the end Mm. of this giant thing, and it's kind of a cool thing to watch, right? At the end of it, everybody just, even like uh, Patrick Stewart, I think that Patrick Stewart, right, from Star Trek, he's like, Mm -hmm. uh, and X-Men, he's like, I got to go, I got a Star Trek thing. So it ends up just being Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) <laughs> and they're both sitting there and Ryan Reynolds is like, so yeah, how's it going? Hugh Jackman's like, yeah, you really ruined it. You ruined it. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cool, huh? <laughs> it's just, I love the chemistry between them. I find them yeah, hysterical. They've uh-huh. done this completely on social media, the way they've messed with each other for years. And it, it's right. just, 
I'll throw it on our social media. It's so, a cute little bromance. It is. We love and I, and bromances. I, I really enjoy it. What I do not enjoy is the terrible mm. idea that the people of Apple have come up with. I, I, see, I see what you're doing. I think it's cute. Uh, they came up with a thing where it's going to be much more convenient. You will be able to link your phone, iPhone, and then eventually, obviously, everybody will probably jump on this, right? Okay. Uh, to your car. So your phone will be able to unlock your car and start your car instead of a car key. So you'll actually just tap your phone to unlock it and then tap it to start it. Okay? Yeah. Why this is a bad idea. First thing right out of the gate is people are going to hack it and it'll be easier Absolutely. to steal your car. Right. And secondly, have you asked your iPhone for directions ever? Think about it, come right? On. Tap, tap. Oh, come on, unlock the car. Siri, open the car. Looking. Which bar? Tap the one you want. Not the bar. Siri, I need my car keys. Here's what I found. No, no, not songs by the Black Keys. I'm having trouble playing that. Open my car! No. I yeah, exactly. Uh -uh. Think no about way. it. No way. And that's yeah. exactly what would happen. Yep. I've never used Siri on my phone or a... What is she? Is it Siri on the Apple? On the Siri Apple? on yeah, the phone, Siri. yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, I've, I've tried to use her twice since I've had my phone, and I've had it for a few years. Tried to use her twice, and it has never worked. And oh, I'm done. she's killing me lately, I'm too. I'm just done. I don't ever ask her for anything. I, I didn't actually, know what her name was anymore. Are you kidding me? I, no. I actually will say, I, I think there's like three Connies in my phone. And obviously, but, I, but I'll say, Siri, call Connie Kelly Mobile, and she'll say, I don't recognize that name. Siri, call Connie. I, I call Connie six times a day to talk about yeah. the show. Yeah. Siri, call Connie. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I don't have a Connie in your, you know, phone. Oh, isn't that annoying? Bank. Why don't you just oh. go into contacts and type in C O N? I, I, I do eventually, but it becomes or, a game. I mean, go into recents and hit the very top one because you and I are on the phone mm -hmm. so much, there's nobody yeah, that we talk to it. more. I know. Your call log probably just all says Connie and that's it. I know. You, you have no friends. Your call log only says Connie. You have no friends. I'm Steve. I have friends. He's not wrong, though. Why would you even ask that stupid wench for anything? He's that's not necessarily wench. Yeah. He's not necessarily, he's not necessarily <laughs> wrong. That's not the point. He's not. I'm Steve, and I get to pick on fish because he doesn't play outside. He sits inside and eats donuts when he's a kid. Son of a bee. <laughs> Screw you, Steve. 25 cent McDonald's hamburgers. I think oh, more. Oh, God, yes. I love those things. My mother uh -huh. got those for me. Oh, it's little hamburgers. God rest her soul. It's only really one of the seven great memories I have of that woman. Anyway. Would you shut up? As far as, as far as that, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Steve. Was that my only friend, my mother? No, your mom probably wasn't even friends with you. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just had a whole conversation with Steve <laughs> inside my head. I just don't. I will not link this my is gonna phone be a to long my car. Week. Here's the problem, though. I remember mm. many, many years ago, somebody <laughs> tried to sell me a car that had this thing where you wouldn't put, this is many, many years ago. They had this okay. thing where you wouldn't put the key into the ignition. You would actually have it in your pocket, and you. but if it was within the range of your car, you'd hit a start button with the brake, and your car would start keyless right. entry. And I thought, no, no, no. But now, you had it. But You had I, but it now, anyway. They, well, no, I, 
But like, remember when I bought that convertible and they were like, oh, if you want keyless entry, it's only $500. And I was like, that's weird. I don't want that. And now yeah. I wish I had it, you know, at the time. Yeah, but the so, problem is that's a car company. And even though cars, anything, any technology, anything can break down. Yeah. Um, the, the number, the ratio of times that iPhones and Siri give you bad information, don't understand what you're saying, sure and that. screw up is way more than a car company with a keyless entry. So Hamburger. I'm going to take my chances. I would never do that. I yeah, would never that, do that. It ever. just seems, you know, all you got to do is get hacked. And if you think someone's not going to hack it, and I know people can hack your keys. Somebody and already texted you're walking in. someplace and it's late at night and someone's chasing you and you can't get stupid Siri to unlock your car. Are you yeah. kidding me? No. Somebody texted in already, Connie, and was like, uh, what about hacking your keys and all that stuff? It's still, it's a little bit no. harder. Let's not make it easier. No. And, uh, but on the flip, you know, I guess the only bonus of having it on my phone with me is, you know, because God forbid, members of the Click of Six, wait, please, please, can you help your, your dear friend Feshu? Has no friends to leave a spare car key with. Because apparently, according to Steve, no one likes fish other than Connie and Steve. And Steve well, is busy Alicia. with his many, many oh, and babies. Wife, yeah. And, and yeah. Connie is, 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 your wife likes me. Anyway, but that's back to Paul, Paul Fish and his no friends. No one can have a key for fish. So serious. Fish's only friend. And she won't even listen to fish the appropriate way. She keeps taking him to Taco Bell when he says go to the gym. So then he has to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Blame Siri. Yes. You're right. That's the best part. I blame Siri for my weight problem. Screw you, Siri. That'd be great if all of a sudden my phone went bleep. Screw you, fish. Uh, text question of the daytime. Oh, How do you psych yourself here. up when you have something to do, when you have to do something that you do not want to do? Now, look, you can message in. How do you psych yourself up when you have something you don't want to do? You can message in via the app. You can send an email, email at conningfish.com. Connie does game face. I, I always say like six months from now, you just got to come on fish. Just get it over with six months from mm -hmm. now. Everything's going to be better. And Steve thinks about his butt again. I really mm -hmm. didn't write his down. <laughs> I don't remember butt. what his was. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't have one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do want to, I, I do have a, a, a thing, a worst case scenario question for Steve. Now your wife plump with munchkin uh -huh. uh, about a month out. About right. A, less, uh, no, a, month, and a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to plop out a kid here, right? Yeah. So I want you, as I share this story with you, Steve, to think about the worst, what would be, in your opinion, the worst place your wife could give birth. I want you to think about that for just a second. As I tell you a story about a woman in Florida, she gave birth, Connie, mm -hmm. while standing in the parking lot of a natural birth center. So what? here's what happens. She and her husband are on her way in when it happens, but she has to stop. The midwife is there to help. And uh, two police officers walk over to see if everything's okay. There's video and audio. Okay, of course. Okay. Listen. Here we go. Well, here it comes. You hear it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, did you hear that? It was like, wow. And then crying. It was, yeah, yeah. It was like, wow. She didn't even so make I'm, it inside. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? So now I'm thinking, like, where would be the worst place that you could think of to give birth? Uh, uh, excluding like a roller coaster. Pregnant women shouldn't ride roller coasters. <laughs> Especially right. the I don't even think school. they would let you. Yeah, no. I don't think that's going to no, happen. Think, no. So we'll wait on that one. But Steve, <sighs> where would be the worst place that you could think of 
for your wife to give birth? I mean, I think I would just have to probably because as of right now, we don't really go anywhere. So it'd have to be her work. And it would just have to be maybe she's like out because she works four. at Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe she's out on the yeah. sales floor helping somebody. <laughs> and all of a sudden, just oh boy, <laughs> drops down oh. and out comes the baby. Oh god, <laughs> like, oh, it's a Goodwill baby. You know, but it have seems like some blankets I would rather, and some clothes right there. <laughs> I would rather have that than have twenty hours of labor. Yeah, where right? it's like, right? oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you're literally like straddling your hands and you're holding your kid underneath you, straddling your hands because you just plopped out a kid in the middle of Goodwill. It's more or less. I'd rather like, have that. I mean, we did the less. entire day of labor before, so that was uh right. That was a long. That was like 26 hours of pretty crazy. Heck yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so. more or less better than like you know when you throw six giant tarps on your yard and do a you know put a bunch of uh, Crisco oil on it and create a giant slip and slide. You'd right. rather have the baby just kind of out, you know. But then again. <laughs> Clean up on aisle four. Steve's wife just had a baby. Clean up on aisle four. <laughs> I think the worst place to have a baby would be any place hot, like the desert. That would be. Oh, awful. there you go. Yeah. yeah next to a cactus. Mm-hmm. That would be awful. Next to a cactus or right over, hovering over a cactus. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> right? That would be amazing. I don't know why you got to hover over it, but just yeah. near, a, near a cactus. Yeah. Really In the like, desert would be the worst. Okay, so in the desert, worst place to have a baby. Come on, Steve. Worst place to have a baby. Remove logic. I know you guys don't go anyplace because you're all quarantined. I don't know. On an airplane, it'd be pretty crazy. Ooh. Ah, this is <laughs> uh, looks so like uh, if you notice some feet up on the old... Uh, oh, no, wait. Hold on. Let's bring him back. If you notice some feet up or some feet up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stuart the Stuart. <laughs> your Stuart. I was uh-huh. wondering if you notice some uh, legs on the uh, chair... Uh, right uh, behind you, uh, there would be over your head. That would be Steve's wife having a baby. Just, oh, mm-hmm. Steve's wife just had a baby. Free round of drinks on us. Okay. <laughs> yes. I think that'd be great. I think I, the worst place to have a baby would be, I, I was thinking about it. What about, what about this? You get hurt. You can't drive. She has to drive, has oh the gosh. baby while driving a stick shift. Boom. Two seater. You just have to call an ambulance yes. at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, quit the logic. You're not going to drive yourself if you're like about to plop out a kid. Come on. Uh, All right, what scuba about- diving birth. There we go. <laughs> scuba diving See, birth. See, underwater, though. I think that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of neat. You got to get that messy. baby up for air real quick. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> again, audio of Steve's baby. Uh, there you go. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Text question of the day is coming up next. Text question of the day. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? Man, okay, there. this is a great text question of the day. I know that, like, Steve said uh, positive, something like that. Yeah, I say but... six months from now, Connie gets her game face. But yeah. I think, let's talk about why we're doing why. Again, how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? Because this is because of Connie's life. Well, specifically <laughs> last week. My that whole sounded life. weird. You I have to psych myself life. up every single day. You can do it. It's awful. Uh, we cleared out my parents, the house that I grew up in over the weekend. Um, you know, my dad died then my mom's in a retirement home and, um, had it, we sold it. That's so tough. it's closing in the next couple of weeks. So we cleaned the whole entire thing out this weekend. It was, uh, my siblings and I met there. Dan came, my best friend, Kathy, who still lives in the, in the Detroit area. She, uh, she came and helped too. Cause she basically grew up in that house too. And so, yeah, it was really, it was Super sad for me and Kathy. 
and it seemed like everybody else had a great time. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it went. <laughs> well, I mean, the actual funny. moving part and stuff. I mean, we I, we had to lift furniture and you know everything. Every just think of all the things you have in your house. Look around your house, yeah. and it's like okay, everything that's in your house that got moved out, whatever was left. So. So we did that this weekend, and uh, I basically pulled up, and Kathy was already in my parents' driveway when I got there because, of course, she was there before Dan and I. She's a rock star. She's a rock star. So we pull in, and uh, I just, man, I just switched it off. And it was business mode and work, 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 work. And then when we were done at the end of Friday night and then done at the end of Saturday night and then done uh, a little earlier on yesterday, yesterday finished, you know, wrapped everything up because we had garage sale and stuff. Um. I allowed myself to relax, but other than that, it was just go, go, go until we'd find something. Kathy or I would find something that was meaningful. And then she and I, you know, she's not as emotional as me, but she loved my dad. Oh my gosh. She, well, you said earlier, she got her sense of humor more or less patterned after your father's sense of humor. That dry delivery. She's always said it. Yep. Very. My sense of humor after him. The irony is your best friend of your whole life, Kathy. Sense mm-hmm. humor like your dad. Your yeah. husband, Dan, if he just wouldn't laugh at his own jokes so much, would be just like your dad as well. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan uh, is the fun. Dan is, is Dan. I love it when Dan just randomly starts laughing and then he explains it to Connie. Yeah, well, here's why. <laughs> it's in his head. He is, great. Well, it's funny because my, um, my dad's sisters, my aunts, my Aunt Liz and my Aunt Maggie, after my dad's funeral, we went back to my parents' house, the one that I cleaned out yesterday or over the weekend. And uh, that was the first time they had met Dan because everybody on that side of the family, everybody lives out of Michigan now. Yeah. I and my mom, wait, is it me and my mom? We're the only two left in Michigan. Everybody else is gone. Everyone's fleeing the state. Yeah, everybody's left Michigan. So uh, that's what they said though. Boy, Connie, you sure married your dad. Which I take as a compliment because he was awesome, you know? Except for the fact that he laughs at his own jokes. Your dad never laughed at the No, he jokes. did. He did. No noise came out, though. So you didn't know. Oh, Dan makes a really weird noise. <laughs> <laughs> he would be cranking up, and his eyes would actually tear up. He'd laugh so hard, my dad. But you wouldn't Oh, hear that's it. awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, Connie had to do that this weekend. Sharing is carrying away. I thought it would be important for us to share that, because I think it's a great story, and it's cool that you, your so, siblings got together and did that. Yeah, and it was so fun, but it was so sad for me. Yeah. I, I'm a giant baby, but I am the baby, so I'm allowed to be the baby. You big baby. I know. Big baby. I know. Uh, so how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? Much like that, counting out our game face on. We're going to shoot through some of these, but we're going to post them all up on the station's website. You know the drill. Here we go. Somebody said, I make a list for the day. And then when I see everything is crossed off, it's very rewarding. That's a good point. That's nice. Yeah. Alicia does that. Uh, somebody else said, I don't. I take a big, deep breath. I get up and I let muscle memory take over. And I just yeah. do it. Somebody else said, I give myself some kind of a reward. I like rewards. Usually they give themselves a nice coffee and they keep telling myself, you can do it. (laughs) Uh, Somebody said, the sooner I get it done, the better. Then I don't have to deal with it anymore. LOL. Uh, I tell myself just to be disciplined and do it. Then I'm happy once it's done, guys. And I praise myself for pushing through and completing it. That is my answer for the text question of the day. Okay. For you. Again, uh, how do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? Uh, somebody else said, I find uh, something to have as a reward. For example, folding the laundry equals a decrease in anxiety. Or once I clean something, I have the entire rest of the time to relax. I also or an use ice cream treats. Cone. 
Yeah. That was going to say. That's what she said. Yeah, she said, I also use treats. I'm basically a dog or a child. All right, there you go. <laughs> We're all a dog or a child, I think. This one was actually posted on our Facebook, Connie. They said, uh, and they got a bunch <laughs> of likes on it. They said, I oh. whine, dot, 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 a lot, dot, 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 really, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I whine a lot. I, like, throw my head back and I sigh really loud. Oh, here we go. All right. I get so, it. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something you don't want to do? Uh, I for completely forget about it until the day of, LOL. Hey, Steve, they're like you. I was just going to say uh -huh. that sounds like All Steve. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> but there are excuses. That way I don't flake out from anxiety. I don't freak out. Or I yeah. think they meant freak out, not flake out. Voice texting. Uh, let's go right to the top five-ish based on time okay. constraints provided by said institution. How do you psych yourself up when you have to do something that you just don't want to do? Uh, drink lots of coffee and say let's do it Liquor Somebody else said liquor is in the booze Somebody else okay. said booze after the Sorry <laughs> Booze after the task usually works <laughs> Sorry Alright uh, Somebody said being the only female in my home right now It's do it yourself because I want it uh, I won't do it uh, It won't do it on its own Typos Somebody else said I get it done so you can do something you really want to do There you go Mm-hmm I uh, got somebody said stiff drink, Xanax. Uh, somebody said, uh, I psych myself up, psyching myself up for something else. But that doesn't make sense. Never mind. <laughs> I just take a deep breath and I go head first into it. I tell myself, just do it and get it over with. Just so go, true. go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. uh, I have three methods, Connie and Fist, used separately okay. or all together. Here we go. All right. Blanking out and focusing on making myself do it. Finding something right. fun in what I have to do. Example, for mm -hmm. cool, look for cool rocks while doing yard work. Mm. Or telling myself I can have a reward after. I love treats. If you tell <laughs> me that there is food at the end of this adventure, it's going to make it easier for me. Wait, is this fish talking or are that's you reading fish some talking. of these? Oh, no, I was going to say, this person so, should be best friends with you. Uh -huh. I know that I am mm -hmm. best friends with myself. Uh, somebody said, I wait until the last minute so I don't have any choice. We got quite a few of those. Uh, I pretend I'm a responsible adult. Uh, let's go to number three. If someone is asking me to do something, Connie and Fish, I ask questions until I am comfortable. If I have made the decision to do something, I think of solutions of what could go wrong. The thing I am most worried about and just try to justify it isn't as bad as I thought. Justify that it isn't as bad as I thought. There you go. Okay. All right. Whole process. Uh, number two, if I do it now, it'll be done and over. That's how I psych myself up when I have to do something I don't want to do. Yep. There you go. And finally, Connie, are you ready? I am. El numero uno. Uh, guys, I like to think about Morgan Freeman voicing over the narration <laughs> of what I have to do so that I make myself want to do it. There so you go. Basically, yeah. did you write this one? Is no. this from you? That's real. Okay. That's right. It's straight up legit. That's okay. straight up legit via the app. Here he is, right here. I find I'm so excited I can barely sit still or hold a thought in my head. I think it's the excitement only a free man can feel. I find that I'm gonna have to go and mow the lawn. <laughs> it's only excitement a lawnmower can feel. <laughs> Let's start this up. We're gonna mow. <laughs> uh... Can I talk to you guys about your uh, your friend? That is always bragging and doesn't realize they're bragging. Sure. Okay. okay. So mm -hmm. yesterday, last night, 
Because I was halfway through a bag of Doritos, slamming through. <laughs> was this a big bag or was this yeah. one of those little yeah, bags? It was just one of those small sample bags, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. So as I'm power slamming some Doritos and I'm looking at stuff to talk about or whatever, like reading through stories that happened over the weekend and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I read this story about a woman in Florida. Totally reminds me of my friend uh, Jake the Trainer. Well, okay. I'll call be like, what are you doing, bro? Oh, man, I got this great recipe. It's uh, blah, 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 and you can lose uh, weight. Or, uh, it's motivating. I just finished a workout, or I was doing this with the kids, and whatever, right? Uh-huh. So uh, this woman in Florida is one of those people. So she is on a quest to run. Are you ready for this? Okay. A hundred marathons Ugh. in 100 days during the crisis. So. She broke the world record with her 61st marathon back on May 30th, but it hasn't been confirmed by Guinness yet. She's got 10 more days to go to hit the 100 marathon mark. She runs a marathon a day. She says she mentioned the idea to her husband. Now, her husband, by the way, is in the military. He's stationed in Italy. He got transferred to Florida during uh, right after the crisis hit. But here she is. Listen to her. So at this point in Italy, we weren't allowed to run or walk outside. I went, what do you think about me doing marathon every day until we can run outside? Uh-huh. He was like, I think that's manageable. Oh that God, sounds man. good. That sounds it great. just kind of kept <laughs> escalating. I uh-huh. wanted to inspire people to continue to chase after your dreams. Shut up! So that was really my main focus was to keep saying, hey, let's keep uh-huh. pushing forward. We I can am. do difficult things. We can get through these hard things. Like I mean, you're... it's getting to spend... Blah, blah, blah. You're motivating. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Oh, my God. So Follow how long does dreams. it take to run an average marathon? They're 26.2 miles, right? So how long does it take to run a marathon? Yeah. For somebody, just an average person. Average eight hours? Well. Yeah, look it up, Steve. I'm Ten? assuming he's probably yeah. eight, eight 15? hours. 15? I mean, I have no idea. Because I will never run marathon. a marathon, and I have no desire to run a marathon. Ever. Yeah, but I, on an every four, every single day, Steve. Oh, Steve, Steve. Four hours and change. So four hours and change to run your average marathon, right? So let's say four to five miles? hours. Oh I, I guess. I, yeah, I guess you know. It's, <laughs> I, I, for me, it would take like twenty six hours. I don't know. Twenty six uh, days for me. Yeah, right. I, like, like this woman is like, and don't get me wrong. I love the message. I'm, 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 I'm sarcastically slamming her, but it's like, oh my god. I so my husband and I were. Stuck I love in that Italy. you read this story while you were power slamming a bag of Doritos. By the way. Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, I'm like this. This woman and her husband, and it sucks. He, thank you for doing what he does. He's in the military. He's stuck in Italy. They can't really walk right. around. She's like. Baby, I'm bored. What if I were to run, I don't know, a marathon a day for 100 days in a row? And he's like, So is she it. running the marathon on a treadmill? Yeah, obviously, I, she started on treadmill. It looks like, to me, with the story, it looks like she's uh, expanded it a little bit more. But uh, she, I, again, this woman has run, uh, like in the interview, for example, she's outside. So, because right. she's now back in the state, she's in Florida. So she's okay. run. Uh, she's 10 days away. So she's run 90 marathons, 90 wow. in 90 wow. days. Right. So I, That's I think crazy. it's great. Yeah. I Good think it's great. Her. However, she's in Naples. However, ugh, shut <laughs> up. You know, I just want to motivate people. And I think that we should follow our dreams. And that's my dream. Okay. Again, great message. Wait, but, now, oh does God. that motivate you even 1%? Even I don't know. One- Tenth of one percent. Honestly, does that motivate you? Hearing yeah, hearing that a woman has done that. Well, one tenth of a percent. Yes. Well, yeah. See, that doesn't me. motivate me at all. That sounds one tenth of a percent. Yeah. I. I. It don't. It doesn't motivate me. Like I'm not really gonna do it. 
I'm not going to run. My God, Connie, I, I have a treadmill here at the house. And I, and I, uh, maybe I, the, I was like, oh, I'm going to run two miles, you know, six days a week, uh, two miles a day, not total. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> it, it still never happens. You know, I never right. do it every day. Oh, oh, what Connie? Oh, Connie's got a big weekend ahead of her. I guess I'll skip working out today. Oh, I should bring her lunch. Oh, she's you already do got lunch. Find, gonna... You're, you're really good at finding excuses as to yeah. But this lady's all, and she's all healthy too. You could tell she probably just eats salad. (laughs) It's just so annoying. I'm like, oh my God. You know, again, (sighs) and it's not that she's a woman that I'm getting upset about it. I appreciate what her husband does. It's just like, I just want to motivate people. And I know it's a good story. That's why I wanted to bring it up. But so good for you if you've done something and you want to motivate yourself. Way to go. Somebody get her a cookie. She probably won't eat it anyway. Because uh, she, but see, like, like that doesn't bother me. Chip. That's not something I'd ever want to do anyway. Oh, I'm like, at the point something I maybe the a story, little more realistic might bother me, or not bother me, but motivate me. Yeah. Uh, but you're very bothered by this. Like, uh, is it because you wish it was something you wanted to do? Like, I probably there's not one yeah. iota of jealousy. I don't care. Oh, I'm probably <laughs> good a for you, lady. Jealous. I'm probably a little man jealous. Why though? What's something that motivates? Why do you, you let then? that stuff bother you? I don't know. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, you know why part of it is, uh, is the whole what? controversy I had last week with the scale and my doctor's appointment. Oh, you don't right. even get me start. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot. When you go to the Wait. doctor, uh, can we talk about that <laughs> has, later? Like, has oh. anybody ever gone to the doctor and been um, like, does the, have you ever gone to a doctor and had their scale weigh less than your own scale? I've no. never heard of that. No, no that could because no. that is unheard of. Yeah. That never happens. Alicia and I were definitely not running a marathon this weekend. And we were talking about that. My doctor's scale versus our scale. And I said, <laughs> you know, it's 10 pounds off. Right. And she goes, Oh my God. And for four seconds, she believed me. And then she chased me around to the house. And I obviously fell down because I can't run a marathon. So, I, you know, and then she tickled me. But still. Uh, I don't want to hear yeah. what happened next. Cause yeah. Ew. Yeah. And then, then we were like Gross. making out and I was like, my okay. tongue was on her tongue. <laughs> no. Yuck. Have you heard of, and I'm assuming Connie, the answer is going to be no. An up and coming singer named AJ Smith. No. no. Okay. So I know that you guys like you some Billy Joel, right? I don't know anybody yeah. that really doesn't like, somehow like, now maybe not don't love, but like right. Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. So if you like Billy Joel, you're going to probably like this. Billy Joel, the piano man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he actually wrote, not Billy Joel, but this guy, A.J. Smith, wrote a song most likely inspired by his girlfriend called, you know, the one and only Billy Joel. Okay, so I want to play this song for you a little bit. It was, uh, he posted the video of him singing it, and mm-hmm. Billy Joel actually shared it on his social media. So, yeah, cool. and it, it's actually pretty good, and the guy's gonna surprise you. Here you go. Okay. So, baby, what are we fighting for? I've run out of ways to say that I'm so sorry. It's never too late, so let's start over. Are we crazy? Pretty good, right? For falling back in love. How can I hold you close tonight? I can sing your favorite song. You know the one. By Billy Joel. So, it's the song's called Billy Joel. And Wait, Billy Joel, who is that guy singing? He's singing. His name is AJ Smith. He wrote the song, and it's called Billy Joel. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't it good? And yeah, it's, that's awesome. I think it's really good. You know, the one by Billy Joel because 
usually that's, you know, the song. Billy Joel never really wrote any songs that weren't good to like sing to somebody. He's somebody that I saw live with his Elton voice John. sounds familiar though. That guy's it does, voice sounds doesn't familiar. It? He sounds like somebody. Yeah. Miley Cyrus? No. Not Miley Cyrus. <laughs> no, he sounds so, like some already famous singer. I can't think of who it is. I, I can't. If you could, th- I, you're right, by the way. You're kind of like the- singing through your teeth a little bit. I don't know. His voice oh, sounds familiar. I think I figured it out. Hold on. Let's hear his voice again. Oh, I think I know who go. you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So baby. Okay, that guy right there. Here's, his, here's the end <laughs> yeah. of the clip. Here you go. Your favorite song. You know the one. I, I, yep, yep, I have it. It's right over here. Here we go. Here we go. It's Darius Rucker. Originally, no, I think it is. It is Darius Rucker. Scott Stapp. Is it Scott Stapp? <laughs> Show baby scare. No. no. Baby Joe. No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. <laughs> JC. No, maybe JC. No, no. Hey, can I talk to you? Can I do one of my uh, world famous don'ts real quick? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. All right. Insert stripper music. <laughs> so, okay. There's a guy in Tuckwilla, Washington. Tuckwilla. T U K W I L A. Tuckwilla. Okay. Maybe it's Two Willa. I don't know. Anyway. He's a member of a rewards program at a store called Lovers. Can you guess what it's for? Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this store in this world of uh, this time where businesses, small businesses like Lovers, even if it is a chain, uh, are struggling. He goes into this store uh, last week. He used his membership okay. card to buy something because he had some uh, membership points. Reward points. He, yeah. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, yeah. And then he stole a stripper pole and took off. What? Seriously. Seriously. So here's what's brilliant about this. The cops actually tweeted, hey, dude, we know who you are via your store membership card and license plate. <laughs> Please be sure to check your oh, mail for your court geez. date. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, so I looked into what kind of membership program, because I, I don't have a membership there, per se, uh, what right. membership program the store has. So the program's mm-hmm. called Pleasure Points, and here's what happens. You wind up getting $5 off every 100 you spend. So okay. uh, you also, by the way, gain access to something called Tantalizing Tuesdays, where you get 20% off things in the store. <laughs> so <laughs> here's my thing about this. Don't steal a stripper pole from the store. <laughs> and when the world's economy is down, probably could have got the son of a gun for, I mean, how much is a stripper pole? I really don't know. I was I just really going to say, know. who knows? I, I don't know. know. Let's, well, I, I guess I should Google it, right? $89.99, let's say. Stripper pole. Or $189.99. For my home. All right. <laughs> uh, stripper pole for my home. Ooh. Oh, okay. Stripper outfit. Oh, okay. Sorry. Two sixty. <laughs> Two sixty. Okay. Two sixty. Yeah. Bucks. Hey, uh, look. I know we're getting ready to go, and I know there's an awesome video posted up on the website and whatnot. Uh, we'll talk about in just a second, Connie thing. But I've got to con- uh, give you conclusion on something real quick. You know the AJ oh, no. Smith guy we were talking about earlier. He yes. wrote a ballad called Billy Joel. Billy he Joel. wrote it about his. Mm-hmm. He wrote it about his girlfriend, and Billy Joel actually shared it on his social media. Here's a clip. Member of the click of six, believe it or not, uh, actually sent in a text that I think they nailed it. 
about who, because kind of you were like, man, that sounds like somebody. Check it out. Yeah, another artist. Um, maybe, yeah. They're all right, James. James Blunty. Blunt. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of blunt. Did you just say Steve. James Blunty? It's very <laughs> blunty, very blunty. James. Blunty. Oh yeah, I guess it is. You know, I mean, it does kind of sound like him. Makes sense. It does. Yeah, so it might be him that I'm thinking of. I'm not even sure. Who knows? Yeah, but it was, it's the thought that counts. And I only played a quick clip of the song because I know that you had a very emotional weekend and i know yes. what you're about to talk about the video posted up on the station's website of your childhood home mm-hmm. yeah that was something steve requested that i do which i found a, a little strange but whatever yeah it's kind of weird <laughs> i thought so too thank you for training a- me <laughs> yeah that's what video of- <laughs> he's all like so social clean- media videos i'm like okay we fine. cleaned out the uh my parents house it's sold and it's gonna close in a couple weeks so um trying to coordinate four siblings who live all out of state. Out, you know what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh. So we ended up doing the, this weekend. And so yesterday, um, right before we were completely done getting rid of everything and closing up the house for the last time, I went around and took a little, I didn't do the basement. I just wasn't but, in the mood. I just yeah. wasn't in the mood. <laughs> but yeah, I did the you rest did a great of job. It, so. And I just watched well, the video and it's really good. So if you want to go check that out, or you can go to our YouTube page, which is Connie and mm-hmm. Fish. I was very cognizant of you fish because I don't take a lot of videos. I don't take a lot of, I'm just, I don't have my phone on me all the time. I'm just, it's just not my thing. And so every time I take a video, fish is always like, it's facing the wrong way. You need to turn your phone sideways, blah, blah. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait, which way am I supposed to have my phone? (laughs) Uh, Uh, Can I point something out? Which way is not going to make fish annoying? And then I figured it out. You did. An excellent job. Steve then says, I bugged Connie about it in this break. Steve said, I bugged Connie (laughs) about it because Fish is always on this. So really, I think if we look at me as a whole. (laughs) You're the best around, Fish. I am a motivational mother person, right? Yes, you are. There you go. Yes, I actually you are. was going to talk about truck drivers and say that, and I'm like, that's too close to even the swear word, so I won't say it. But I am. You know what you really go. bugs me, go. though? That, uh, if you watch the video, you'll know what I'm talking about, but that Connie's room sign, that literally has been on that door for uh, 40 years, and it was still on the door last time I was in the house, which, geez, when was that? Was that Mother's Day? No, because we just drove there on Mother's Day and drove back. So I don't know, let's say a few months ago, because my mom has been in retirement home since October 1. So that has been on the door forever. So somebody peeled that sucker off. I never did find out what happened to the Connie's room sign. I would have loved to put that on the door. Oh, that would have been great. You could have framed it. Yeah, put it right on there. You know those little ceramic ones, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. painted on? That's what it was. That actually oh. would have been that actually would have been really cool. Some and thoughtless person peeled it off, probably my brother. Wow. No, lost it, it in the be dumpster. Your brother. Oh. Couldn't be your brother Mark, who is the most thoughtful person of all thoughtful people, because no, Mark is the best no. at everything he does. I wouldn't say I he's the, the most best. thoughtful person ever. I mean, I don't know I, who that would be, but it's definitely not him. Okay, well, it's a thought that counts. <laughs> and he's had and not that he's I've not thoughtful, him. but the most thoughtful person ever? No. Her brother's not. so competitive. That he literally probably would look at Connie and be like, I've had so many more thoughts than you. I've had more (laughs) thoughts than you've ever thought of having. I'm having thoughts right now. And I am full of thoughts. But he's so funny that we'd all laugh and be fine with that. Yeah. You know? He's full of something. so funny. 
Okay, so you can see that video if you want to, I mean, if you care. I don't really know if anybody cares, but if you care about my childhood home, then there you go. Steve and Fish seem to think you will. So Yeah, if you don't care about Connie's childhood home. If you don't care about Connie, screw you. Go away. Get out of here. Boo. You're no longer the click of six. All right, and on that note. YouTube on everywhere. We're living. Christine's coming in. I can smell her from here. What? Have a good day. Stay hydrated. We'll talk to you in the morning. All right, all right, all right. Your muffin down. The biggest muffin of all time. Out of your time. car. Put it down. <laughs> Put it down. It's the Connie and all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good time. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Ooh, better like. Shaka, shaka Connie, Shaka Connie. Let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up.